Ladies and gentlemen, I have some very serious news for you today. There was an insurrection at the Capitol. Far left extremists in support of Gaza stormed the cannon building and they were subsequently arrested. Uh, no one's really calling it an insurrection. I mean, people are jokingly calling it an insurrection. But yeah, like several hundred far leftists stormed the Capitol and uh, got arrested. But they'll likely get a slap on the wrist, face no serious charges and be let go. So we'll talk about that, though, because uh, Rashida Tlaib was posting about how Israel bombed a hospital, killing hundreds of civilians. And it turns out that whole story was a hoax. And this is fascinating because last night we're basically debating it. Who did it? Was it Palestine? Was it was it Israel? And it turns out it was nobody. I mean, technically, it was likely Hamas, but it was a parking lot fire. No, no joke. Video emerging after the fact in daylight shows the hospital is still intact, was not leveled, was not damaged for the most. I mean, minor damage, cosmetic damage. But uh, for the most part, it looks like it was a parking lot fire. Seriously. So the payload from a Hamas rocket likely fell in the parking lot, injuring civilians, not killing hundreds of them. That seems to be overt propaganda. Well, how about that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, this these lies caused the uh, the peace mission of Joe Biden to get canceled in Jordan. And now Joe Biden says he's going to give $100 million to Gaza. That's right. Uh, basically telling the the, uh, the terrorists that if they engage in terrorism, he's going to he's going to pay them a lot of money. And that, that to me is absolutely crazy. So we'll talk about that before we get started, my friends. Head over to castbrew.com if you'd like to buy the best coffee you've ever had. Pick up your Cast Brew coffee. We've got Appalachian Nights Dark Roast. That's one of our favorites. The number one selling, of course, is Rise with Roberto Jr., our light roast breakfast blend. Uh, and it's because it's a picture of Roberto Jr. on it. Everybody wants it. What can you say? Uh, support the show by going to Casper.com, buying your coffee, joining the Casper Coffee Club. Pumpkin spice is always around, but now it's in season. So maybe you want to pick up some Mr. Bocus pumpkin spice experience. We sponsor ourselves. We produce our own coffee because we're not going to support companies that don't like our values. And we are going to produce something that we think can be outside of the normal media stuff we do, where we can sponsor ourselves with products. When you buy it, you're supporting the show. But you can also support the show directly by going to TimCast.com and clicking join us. Become a member. If you like the work we do, you want to see us do more, you want to see us expand, sign up. 10 bucks a month and you are helping the mission. More importantly, though, you'll get access to our uncensored members-only shows Monday through Thursday and access to our members-only Discord where you can hang out with like-minded individuals and call into our after show and actually talk to us. So if that's valuable to you, go to TimCast.com, become a member. But don't forget to also smash that like button and subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friend, friends, more than one I assume you have. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Angela McArdle. Hey there. Thanks for having me. Who are you? What do you do? I am the chair of the National Libertarian Party. Right on. Uh, you're going to tell us who's running for president or do we know what's going on with that? Or? I'll give some updates on who's running for president oh, cool. and some other really cool political projects we're working on. Oh, OK. All right. Right on. Well, uh, that was easy. Thanks for hanging out. It should be fun. We got Hannah Claire Bramelow. Hey, I'm Hannah Claire. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. I'm glad to be back. Brett from Pop Culture Crisis is here with us. Yes. Hello, guys. My name is Brett. I'm the host of Pop Culture Crisis right here on YouTube Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. You should come and hang out with us. And I am here as always, Surge.com. I'm ready for the episode when you are, Tim. Here we go. The first story from the Daily Mail. Pro-Palestinian protesters invade the capital. More than 300 demonstrators are arrested after demanding Israeli ceasefire by staging sit-in in a rotunda in the, in the Congress complex. Look at this. <gasps> I can't believe what I'm seeing. Uh, th uh, th this, is, this is so dangerous to our democracy. What these people did here, uh, disrupting an official proceeding and... You know, parading in a government building, I, I guess 20 years. What do you guys think? 20? 18? 
Lock them up. At least 18. Solitary. For the leader. No trial. No, no we'll just spend two, three years prosecuting them. We'll send search warrants to their homes. We'll bring them back to D.C. <laughs> we'll make them spend tons of money on legal fees. And oh, wait, no, none of this is going to happen. Straight to jail. They <laughs> should have like somebody should Photoshop in the Q shaman in there. Like someone hey, did that already. They, 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 yeah. they, they put the shaman hat on Rashida Tlaib. Or the, or the in old a video. lady. Or the old lady with the American flag. That was not in the Capitol. Yeah, that was, oh, that was somewhere else. Yeah, that one really frustrates me. It's so annoying. I see high profile people be like, look at this little old Where, lady. She was, she, it was in Michigan or something. Oh, wow. Like, it's just some random old lady from a different, like, or, or, or uh, Oklahoma or something like that. Because my she brain wasn't goes, there. she wasn't at the My game. brain goes right to the, I, like, in my brain, that her and, like, the shaman guy are, like, right next to each other at the same yeah. time. Capital little, Meemaw. <laughs> yeah, the little lady with the American flag, she was not at the Capitol. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could be wrong. My, my understanding is, like, that was debunked a long time ago. Well, January 6th was a huge disappointment, and the disappointments keep rolling out. <laughs> yeah. But in all seriousness, uh, uh, yeah, none of these people should go to jail for a long period of time. I don't care that they protested in the Capitol, but we we can see the double standard oh, sure. right in front of our in front of our eyes. What's going to happen now is the left is going to come out. First of all, um, I think Dave Smith came out and made this point that, you know, if you're calling for them to be arrested, it was the feds who did it, it was not the leftists who put you in jail. Yeah, but here's the problem. And I, I agree with what he's saying, but this is exactly what they expect. Yep. The libertarian, conservative, post-liberal faction are going to say, no, no, don't arrest them because we're good people. And they'll go, okay, you got it. And then if you fart, they'll come and beat the crap out of you yep. and lock you up for two years. Because mm -hmm. they're not living by the same agreement, right? They're exactly. saying, we would do it to you, but you shouldn't do it to us. Yeah. And, and, and also, they feel justified in what they're doing. And that is sort of never going to go away. I, I think the biggest issue is that there's uh, a two-tier justice system here, and it's obviously obviously falls around political lines. We don't play by the same rule book. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a real problem in, in the country. Hardcore leftists will do anything and everything by any means necessary. That's how they operate politically. And other people just find that unsavory and they don't want to they don't want to throw down that way. And so we're always going to be at that disadvantage. And to the average person, because they don't understand that the media won't report on it in the same way, it won't be it won't be given equal time or equal explanation by the media. You won't understand that this is happening there right now. So nobody ends up finding out. Nobody who isn't politically initiated will end up knowing. Yep. Mm -hmm. I do think this is good, though, because the mask has dropped again. And so people who are on the fence, people who are centrist, who think, oh, I just don't like the fighting. Oh, you know, X, Y, Z. I can't pick a side. It'll help them to really see what's happening here and why there's such a disparity and, and how the, they should not be voting for leftists. But yeah. I don't think it's enough to change it, to be honest. I feel like this group is going to have the same supporters no matter what. Hardcore, yeah. Uh, and... Ultimately, the infighting over whether or not to support Palestine or Israel is going to disrupt leftist communities, but I don't know that it will ultimately make them abandon the party, right? They'll always unite behind Democrats. I think I think hardcore leftists will, will always unite behind Democrats. I'm sure that there are some people who are sympathetic to leftist causes, and this is a leftist cause, even though, you know, I'm certainly sympathetic to anyone who was blown up by by the Israeli government unjustly. That's that's horrendous. Mm -hmm. But this is by and large a leftist cause in the United States. And I hope that people can see that at least the people leading these these groups in Washington, D.C. are completely hypocritical. But, you know, uh, there, there's two there's two great stories in our traditions. There is Chicken Little and there is um, uh, the boy who cried wolf. Yes. What happened to Chicken Little? Did the sky actually fall down? I yeah, think, I think the it sky does. did fall down. Yeah, is that, the movie, it's like, like a the same spaceship. story. 
Like the kid's yes. like wolf, and they're like, nah, there's no wolf. He's like, there's a wolf. Like, oh, there's a wolf. No, there's no wolf. And then he's like, okay, now there's actually a wolf. Like, get out of here, kid. And then the chicken little was, wasn't it? The chicken was like, the sky's falling, and they're like, shut up. And then he said it again, and they shut up, and then finally it fell, and no one believed him or something. Yep, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. All I'm I know Googling is. the plot to Chicken Little right now. <laughs> when Hamas uh, uh, runs this narrative, Israel blew up a hospital. A press conference is given where they're like, Israel warned the hospital they were going to do it. And then you get all these leftists screaming that Israel did it. And then we're like, wow, I mean, you know, we in good faith want to understand who did this. Oh, sure. And then it turns out nobody did it. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, it, it appears that a Hamas rocket misfired. The payload landed in the parking lot and created a big fire. The hospital is intact. Hundreds of civilians did not die. They lied again. These people lie all the time. So when they come out and they're like, Israel's doing evil things, I go, shut your Miles, dude, I am so sick of you lying to me to get me to support war or hundreds of millions of our dollars being sent to Gaza. At this point, I'm just like, bro, I don't care. I want nothing to do with it. I'm just tired of being lied to by everybody. Mm -hmm. This is what they do. Rashida Tlaib immediately comes out and claims that Israel blew up a hospital and people believe it. And then the facts come out a day later. And that's, of course, oh, I mean, the, it's 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 considerable damage in the parking lot. There's no crater. Sure. That's the cars were on fire. That's it. Do they really even need to exaggerate? Isn't there enough chaos and suffering it's going on over there? All of it is lies. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm at, I'm at the point like they show me these videos and I'm like, gee, did an earthquake happen? Because they have lied so much. I am done listening to them. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm fed up. I'm just, I'm, the, the hospital thing was so infuriating because I see, you know, like Luke Rutkowski posts, why are my tax dollars going to hitting hospitals? Because the initial assumption the Wall Street Journal runs this headline story that, you know, a uh, uh, blast blows up hospital or whatever. And then it turns out it's like, oh, wait, here's 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 video of a rocket misfire. And then we wake up in the morning and there's footage. and It's like, oh, the parking lot is on fire. And they, just they claimed hundreds died, but it's not true. But that story is already out there. I mean, you pointed out that yep. the Washington Post put it in their print edition. So Wall Street are, Journal. Wall Street Journal. So there page. are tons of people who are now always yeah. going to be able to have the image yep. of this headline. And that's ultimately what I think this is. The objective is anyways. They picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. It's not to get truth out there. It's to whip you into a frenzy to support the cause, which is, you know, one of the grossest parts of politics in any country, but definitely in America. And way worse now in the like with as, yep. with war being as in the information around war being as immediate as it is. Mm -hmm. You just you just leak the story. You put the story out there. And yeah, sure. Maybe five to 10, 20 percent end up reading the retraction or see the follow up headline. But that's a large amount of people, a vast number who will never know right. that that's not what happened. Here. And even if you do print a retraction, I mean, the thing about war reporting is that it's all happening so fast, it's yeah. very difficult to verify, which means that as the consumer of it, you should be very 
careful about what you're seeing and what is being told to you but people don't do that. And so by the time, you know, the Wall Street Journal says, oh, maybe we got it wrong, actually seven mm-hmm. other things have happened that they've reported on. So it doesn't really matter. That just never gets you fully corrected. Yeah. It's just going to further and deepen the divide in the United States because now you're going to have a hardcore team Palestine and a hardcore team Israel. Who believe different things happen. Very I mean, Fundamentally, much. they do not even have the same narrative, which is true of all conflicting causes. But in this case, there's no way to go back and say, this was what happened definitively because the information that gets circulated i mean this is the downside of the internet age and the internet is ultimately you know a huge blessing in a lot of cases but in this case it means that it's moving so quickly you have no way to verify it and by the time you watch that one video read that one tweet it's gone and six other things have replaced it most days i don't actually think the internet was a blessing anymore like i don't like it's it's, as awful as that sounds like i don't feel like human beings were designed to be inundated with that much information constantly Mm -hmm. uh, especially when you take into account your life your work your kids all these things that take up your time and then you have these stories which are not light stories these are not stories about celebrities or Mm -hmm. about something like cheap in the news this is like really really life-changing stuff and you're not designed to be able to take in all this information endlessly be able to parse through all the facts and figure it out they have to rely on people to do that but we can't rely on the media to be the ones to do that openly and honestly this is is the crazy thing for the entirety of human history up until the last 80 years or maybe 100 years Mm -hmm. news was few and far between was rare or local just very or, local. Or very local, but barely. Uh, so there was a newspaper from uh, up in Martinsburg. I, I forgot where, where it was pulled from. Uh, someone was telling me about it. And it was like the, the, one of the front page stories was that uh, a guy broke his door on his, on his storefront or something. Mm-hmm. Like the newspaper was like, Jim broke his door. And you're like, oh, Jim broke his door. Like <laughs> imagine your community. Imagine yeah. if your newspaper said like your next door neighbor's dog got out. You'd be like, oh, wow, that happened again. That was news. Now it's like every headline news is like Hitler has returned from the grave and, you know, like World War 17 is happening. And they're competing on a huge scale. They need attention from everyone on earth. It's the same reason why people are more likely to know who's running for president than who's actually running for mayor, even though the mayor makes more decisions about their town. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think you're right. The the deluge of information is definitely a hindrance for the internet. And I go back and forth. Sometimes it is awful, but, you know, the internet allows me to work the job I have right now. The internet allows tons of families to homeschool their children effectively. The internet allows people to, you know, travel and experience the world while they work remotely. And so as much as I want to hate the internet all the time, we are past the point of going without it and there are all kinds of things that uh, suffer when we don't have the infrastructure for the internet. I think about rural communities that don't have access to, you know, hospitals or reliable um, emergency service lines, partially because all of that goes through the internet. But I do got to give it up to the internet because imagine what life was like before it when sure. the government would put out a statement saying Hamas has blown up a hospital, now you can killing hundreds of people. And you were like, wow. And that was it. <clears throat> yeah. I was talking to a friend about his family and their view of, of institutions and their view of institutions are that institutions are absolute. And it's kind of crazy. Like the general idea is if it's said on TV, it is true, period. The internet is all fake. And that's, that's, the, crazy. that's the world they live in. But that's like a lot of people who are voting Democrat, mm-hmm. who are watching MSNBC and CNN. And I think it's an older generation too, yep. because the internet was is, is more scary. It's yeah. not to be as trusted. And 
to be fair to the internet, a lot of crazy stuff comes up on the internet. I mean, it's, it is where uh, ideas are fleshed out in a way that they are not in mainstream media. Trust the experts, right? And, <laughs> and it asks more of you as the person consuming the information to be able to make up your own mind about things. I do understand that, right? Like, when I make that statement, that's a more doomer take on it. Like, look, we're just not... But at the same time, when it was just four news networks deciding what information you were mm -hmm. given, you know, then you've put all the power in the hands of the most elite members of society who will never have your best interests at heart. I just find that pe people have talked about how like like in the age of the internet like we stop looking at things the way we did before right mm -hmm. like now when you go to look something up you're hit with so much yeah that you just at least for like for me I find that I find it I find it difficult right sure to parse through all the information and if that's difficult when that's your job it's even more difficult if you're just somebody who's trying to stay up on current events while taking your kids to soccer practice working your your job that's just mm -hmm. it's a lot to ask of people it's but with freedom comes the responsibility, responsibility to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's psychologically fatiguing and it's probably related to why we have so many anxiety disorders now when we didn't back in the day, you know, the day before the internet. Because there's um, no way to unplug. But I like having electricity and yeah. you know, all the I like electricity stuff. for sure. Air conditioning, that's a good one. Uh, with the internet though, I don't think it's as addictive as the, I mean, maybe there were people who were glued to their TV definitely when major events were happening, but the internet is addictive in a way that uh, mainstream media and the traditional television or radio format is not. And that has to do with the fact that it's interactive, that you have sort of personally invested yourself if you have like a social media profile. Uh, and it means that, you constantly want to be checking in on it. Whereas at one point, you know, the news got boring and you would turn it off and do something else. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump to this story. I have this tweet for you guys from Molly Hemingway. She said, I'm so glad I pay hundreds of dollars a year for this level of quality in my newspaper. Front page, the Wall Street Journal. Blast at Gaza Hospital kills hundreds, hundreds. Oh, geez, what really happened? Uh-oh. The Wall Street Journal posted this one at 6.58 p.m. tonight. U.S. experts say evidence suggests Palestinian rocket hit Gaza hospital. Suggests. Oh. Suggests. Hit the hospital. Hit the hospital. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, how about this article from Tim Cash, which was published well before the Wall Street Journal, who apparently just does not want to admit they were wrong on the front page, because here's the damage. It appears to be the parking lot. Oliver Alexander said IDF drone footage from the hospital from after the attack shows damage that is more consistent with a failed rocket than a J-dam. Majority of the damage is concentrated on the car park with no visible crater. We also have uh, this photo right here. Daylight. I mean, it's it's bad, okay? You know, I, I, I'm, I, people got injured in this. These cars on fire. No crater. The hospital was not leveled. It appears, no, hundreds of civilians did not die. They lied. <clears throat> they lied. This is going to be the first in a long, oh, yeah. long line of these conflicts. It's it's going to be opportunistic on both sides. Everybody is going to be foaming at the mouth, chomping at the bit to take advantage of any and every little thing that they can. <clears throat> what they what we had a, we had a super chat last night, and someone said a Hamas rocket could not level a, a building. It had to have been from Israel. And I, I, I immediately said, was the hospital leveled? I don't. Is that is that what happened? Like the whole hospital just collapsed? Leveled? Leveled? See, we go from struck to leveled. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the what they were what they were claiming was that the whole hospital was hit and collapsed, killing hundreds of people. Well, that, that was be, the argument. They that made. would be awful, and thankfully that didn't happen. And we should, we should. How <laughs> and so I mean, this is this is our fault too. I mean, we're debating whether or not it, whether or not it was Israel or Palestine, and we never stopped to ask whether it really happened or not. It's really difficult to figure it out. Just like we were looking at that image of Rashida Tlaib earlier wearing the QAnon shaman hat trying to figure out is it a deep fake or not and and it's fake 
but things things make it out on the internet really quickly and everybody has an agenda that they're trying to push i mean the, agen- and the internet's the biggest game of the, telephone of all time the agenda yeah. i want to push is that the united states should stay out of it financially yeah i do too yeah I, I, at this point, especially, but the but now Biden wants to give him a hundred million dollars. So just justifying the terror sure. attack. The Biden administration is trying to make both sides happy, and they will proceed to let everyone down because they also issue. They're like we are issuing sanctions against several members and entities affiliated I, with Hamas. So I, they are trying to cover all their bases. This is not going to work. The only option really would be to not get involved. But of course, they're just making us more involved in ways that are so complicated and are obviously going to backfire. Biden's going to strengthen his base by pumping money into any cause he can related to helping Palestine and and leftist activists. Meanwhile, conservatives in the United States are going to scream for Israel and to dump more of the United States dollars into Israel. We already give them billions of dollars. We should just stop giving everyone money. We just <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Like yeah, but you know Cortez why we do it, right? Like we're not the world's ATM. We the reason we give them money is so they spend it. That's it. Yeah. We want you. You give a hundred million dollars to a handful of world leaders. They will live like kings and spend that. Meaning we will do the labor on their behalf. Because what do you get? What What do you buy with U.S. dollars? Things from people who take U.S. dollars for the most part as American citizens. But then it circulates in their countries or that, that wealth that we produce is shifted off to their country, these world leaders then agree to use the petrodollar, and this is the game that's yep. being played. Yep. Yeah. Not if everywhere, we, though. Some not everywhere. Are, yep. Some people are saying they've had enough, and I don't know whether that's going to play Bricks. out. Yep. I don't yeah. know if that's going to be good or bad for us, but it is happening. Isn't, isn't it kind of funny that uh, around the same time the BRICS nations are announcing their own currency, and several nations are announcing they're going to stop trading in U.S. dollars, or they're going to start trading in yuan, World War Three seems to be breaking out. Yep. How convenient. We've got we've got 19,000 personnel in the Mediterranean just outside of of Israel. We've got 2,000 more ready to be deployed. They're saying the Pentagon is preparing them to go on the ground potentially. Yeah, I I, I, look the embassy in the United the U.S. embassy in Lebanon is set on fire last night. Yeah, so sad. Mm -hmm. They need it. They need to cast his belly. So like, okay, so you're saying that like uh, supporting Hamas will strengthen his base. What is the size of, uh, assuming he got 81 million votes, right? What's the size of his base? And do we really, is, is it really believable? Like, is that mostly people supporting no, I, Palestine? He's, he's, uh, Biden's going to lose yeah. from yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's I don't like, think it, it's a good play. Like, see, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I have a lot of friends who are, they're, they're political, they're, they're, they're Democrats, whatever, fine, well, but they're not. They're not here supporting well, Hamas right now. I don't right think. Now. Well, hold on. Uh, look hold at, on. Look at not this. everyone who's pro-Palestine yeah. is pro-Hamas. Yeah. It's they're two different things. Yeah. They're related, but I think that yeah, I would hope that a lot of people who are wanting U.S. aid to go and support Palestinians who are suffering, they don't want to support terrorists. Yeah. Even if I disagree with them, I don't. I don't think that they necessarily want to see terrorism supported. But look, the reality is that part of Biden's base are the same class of people who donate to institutions like Harvard. And we are seeing no. that those donors are pulling yes. their dollars. I, so I, 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 he's I, hurting either way. There's no no positive move Well, it's for him. not a good move. I understand the argument that Palestine is not Hamas, but I do kind of think that's a bit naive. Because if, you're, if, if Joe Biden says, I'm going to give $100 million to the people of Palestine, we know where that money's really going. It's going to get confiscated by Hamas. It, it, confiscated or just given to them. They're the government in Gaza. They will just take it. And it's also basically saying if you engage in terror, even if the money was, was specifically given to NGOs and it resulted in people getting cleaner water and buildings and air conditioning and, and, and other things they, they need, then Hamas is basically told like, well, whenever you need money, 
Whenever you want money for your people, whether it goes to you or not, all you got to do is go kill it's thousands a, of Israelis. It's a terrible precedent. Absolutely. And, and so when it comes to these people who are like, we we're, we're defending Palestine, it's okay, well, the Palestinian people vote for vote for Hamas. Not, not all of them, though. No, but, but, but the point is they're, they're, that you, you can argue for civilians. That I totally get. Mm -hmm. But the government stands in the way. And what is the solution then? The solution is the United States has got to stay out of it. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but people who say, I'm, I, that want to support Palestine, no, you, 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 there, there's no way to support one. Get and, creative. And not the other. Get creative. I haven't figured out if, how to do that. No, no. You, we can we can stop supporting uh, all of it altogether, mm -hmm. or you can support all of it. Like the the idea that you can support the Palestinian people and not be supporting Hamas is incorrect. I know. I'm, I'm not saying you are directly funding and allowing sure. Hamas to engage in what they're doing, but what you give when you donate to these groups will find its way to empowering Hamas. Former Congressman Justin Amash, uh, his family was Palestinian, Palestinian Christians, and they were sponsored over here by Christian missionaries. So I don't know how easy or challenging that is currently, but that's one way to try to help people is get them out of that situation. Sure. That's what but the people, very people who are trying to leave that be, I that I can that's totally what agree the with. first minister of Scotland is saying. Today. Yeah, he but said Scotland will take refugees from be careful Gaza. who you invite into your country. And that's, home. That, that's it. Be I mean, careful. When you've got, I think the latest numbers that we pulled up a couple days ago was like uh, Hamas won the election with like 44% or something. I don't, I'm, I'm not an expert in the region. But 44% is, I mean, that's that's like the margins we get for presidents in this country. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to blame everybody for right. Joe Biden. The people who voted for Joe Biden are, are to blame. But you 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 have, it's it's inseparable, right? There There is going to be in any material support to Gaza, material support going towards Hamas. Sure, it's just like Live Aid when, when they when politicians and celebrities and musicians, everybody got together to, to pump money into Africa. It went to African warlords. It didn't go to the people who needed it. This it's is true for, for anywhere we give money. This includes Israel. Yeah, absolutely. When we, when, we, when we give money to donate to Israel, you are strengthening the economy and the structure and the infrastructure of Israel, which ultimately can run up to the IDF, to the Israeli government. I am not saying that is right or wrong for either. I'm saying they're inseparable. Mm -hmm. So that there's, I, I'm frustrated by the people who are like, we don't we don't like what Hamas is doing. We support the Palestinian people. And it's like, well, the plurality of the voters support Hamas and Hamas just massacred a bunch of civilians. And now our government's giving them more money. I got a simple solution. Cut it off. I think like, the, no, no more. No more funding. The best thing that we could do is try to try to facilitate peace talks. It's not gone well in the past. That's that's about it. That's I, and, and, that, and that's and that's the thing. It's like, I, look, man, there's, there's no easy answer here. Yeah, I see what, what I see here with this conflict is really exemplified by what we see with the left, where these leftists are cheering for death. A lot of them are. Yeah. I mean, when, when they post a picture of a paraglider, that's gross. Mm -hmm. They're it's celebrating death. Absolutely. No question. And maybe there's the banality of evil in the morons on the left who have no idea what actually happened and are just waving the flags and raising the fist. But when these groups organize an outright issue statement saying they're freedom fighters, when the professor said the professor said settlers are not civilians, they will lie to your face as they've done. They will cheer for death. And then we're supposed to sit back and be like, let's be reasonable here, guys. Let's make sure we're helping the civilians like, no, 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 dude, dude, well, they're lying to you. And they're committing the, the people. Hamas is killing people. I'm not saying Israel is innocent. I'm not saying any country in war. There, there's, there's, there's always some, some nuance of the conflict. There's always collateral damage. It's, it's never good. But I'm just sick of being lied to. And when you look at what the left says and does, they cheer for your death and they lie about being victims. So it's just like stop, just stop. The Israeli government does not 
treat people well over there. But there's no that doesn't justify murdering people with paragliders. And it's really unfortunate that people on both sides, no one will just admit murder is wrong. So I mean, so uh, when when we have this video that comes out um, and we had we had Max Blumenthal and he's talking about the March of Return. Okay. Palestinians peacefully marched to the fence with their hands up and Israel still shot at them. Okay. That that's the kind of story where you're like, oh, wow. I mean, like that that sounds really bad. Why would they do that? Well, here's the question I have. I, I'll ask you as I'd ask anybody, if Israel removed all of the security perimeter around Gaza and told the people of Gaza they're free to move through Israel, what would happen? These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Oh, wow. I mean, you'd see a lot of different mixed reactions there. But I think you'd see violence. Yeah. It'd be a massacre. By who? I mean, both sides, I assume. I doubt the, the old ladies in the kibbutzes are going to pick up guns and go no, charge. No, not old ladies. No, what likely would happen is there's going to be a bunch of fighting age young men, mainly Hamas, substantially more than we saw actually paraglide because paragliding is difficult and more expensive. Sure. And they would rampage through the kibbutzes, the villages, make their way to Tel Aviv and start just massacring people with rifles. I think you'd probably see some Israelis who were angry doing similar things. Yes, but the Israelis aren't going to storm into Gaza. If the, if the security barrier of Gaza was removed, Israeli citizens are not going to run full speed into Gaza to start massacring people. Yeah, it's defensive versus offensive. I think we're missing that. I mean, so there was this Irish politician who I saw a clip of talking about how, I think his name's Paul Murphy, talking about how people should, he, he's pro-Palestine or, mm -hmm. I mean, you could, I don't know if you would argue that he's pro-Hamas, but he's saying that this is not a conflict between equals because uh, Israel is significantly more financially sure. and militarily advantaged. But I don't think... Th that may be true. On the other hand, the solution being like we should have peace talks is almost to me ineffe ineffective because there's no peace between these two people. I don't they think it been would. They never will be. They have been a conflict for a long time and Israel has been, you know, has taken aggressive moves in, in their own step and Palestine and Hamas have responded in turn. I mean, what would peace possibly look like between these two? I don't think you're ever going to get that Hamas yes. rejects. I yeah. think the best you can Hamas do would is never back down. I mean, I, I don't think that there's any from what I know. And I've been trying to research this more for, for Palestinians. There is no compromise because they always feel like they are getting the short on the sick. The best you could do is try to negotiate a two state solution. I don't think that there will ever be peace in the Middle East, but I think that it's possible we could deescalate this and there would be less death. There will never be a two state solution when one side says no. And from the river to the sea. Well, both sides are saying no right now. Yeah, but one side says from the river to the sea, like the left that stormed that capital, they're they're chanting for the eradication of Israel. Patrice Cullors of BLM 2015 said, end <coughs> Israel outright. So if we're going to Israel and saying like, what can we do to stabilize the region with a two-state solution? 
Israel has an open door for negotiation. I'm not saying they're innocent. Didn't a lot of people in Hamas, didn't they didn't they write in their charter that they wanted to go back to like a 1967 agreement and have a two-state solution? So so the issue... I don't I, want to be I, arguing for Hamas. It feels great. Yeah, no, I mean, Hamas's original charter said the eradication of Israel, and, and mm -hmm. I, I think it might have specifically referred to the Jews themselves, right? right? Yeah. And then it was amended, I think, in 2017 to tone that language down, probably Good. because they knew they relied on international support. Sure. But those people's sentiments don't change. The, 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 the issue is, I don't care who you support, the issue is there are two ideologically opposed groups. Yeah. There's one chanting from the river to the sea. Okay, like the other if, one's if, just saying just saying it quietly, maybe? Israel, I, I I I don't know if there is a slogan of Israel to chant other than we've seen some people say they want to glass Gaza or something like that's, that. That's quite intense. I don't know if the government is outright coming out and saying those things. It seems to be the the, the Israeli government understands the nuances of international relations and is trying, at the very least we can say this, whether they are or not, they're putting on the front of we try to minimize civilian casualties and we are only responding. We are not instigating. So when you have war between two factions and one side wins, there is no solution where you're just like, well, no, I, I understand these are warring factions with deep ideological tensions going back thousands of years. But let's just let's just have peace. It's like, well, okay, certainly not. That's very naive. It's, it's, it's never going to happen. That's very naive. I, I just I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, Hamas just lied about everything. I mean, they. They paraglided into uh, into Israel and they started killing civilians, killing children. And that is their 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 their, their uh, military doctrine. Kill civilians and capture civilians. Is it's part terrible. Be, uh, so uh, how do we have peace with that? We don't have peace with Hamas, but we. But I Hamas think, is so interesting. Okay. The rest of the rest of the people in Palestine, then, I feel, would really love to have peace talks be a thing. I, I think I think that's not true. I think that's then, then the, the, the answer would be for Israel to invade Gaza and excise Hamas and then restore democratic institutions to the reigning individuals. Guess what? They will not accept that. The other Arabic nations have outright threatened that if Israel does that, it's going to escalate. Mm. So that's not going to happen. And then Israel's <clears throat> other answer is airstrikes on Hamas targets, which results in massive collateral damage. So we're stuck with an open air. Stop funding any of it. I say in the U.S. should not be end, involved in an unsolvable problem. The the one in then another group that loses is the American people as more of our tax money is funded. into. I think we should. Absolutely. I think one of the ways that you might see a better outcome in this is if we stopped giving Israel United States money. Here's the, the argument Ben Shapiro made, which is not without its merit. I don't completely agree, is that Israel will not allow itself to cease to exist. It will not allow defeat. That's and, it okay. and it is considered, what, the fourth strongest military. It is also widely speculated they have nuclear weapons. Yeah. The Samson option is if Israel is facing extermination, they will use nukes to defend themselves. Okay. If the U.S. does not make every attempt to stabilize the conflict, it will devolve into World War III. That's basically what Ben Shapiro's argument was. If Israel invades Gaza now, and then Iran responds, Syria and Lebanon respond, and then Israel gets overwhelmed from external forces without U.S. support, Israel fires a nuke on Iran, Iran retaliates, the region lights up, pulling in a bunch of different nations, leading to a wide scale, if, if at the very least, a regional annihilation, worst case, World War III. So it's up to Team America World Police to step in. That's the argument from Ben. Everyone, yeah, my, my argument is the U.S. intervention itself yes. exacerbates that problem yes. in the exact same way. Absolutely. And there is no solution other than we're walking full speed as fast as we can into World War III. I don't mm -hmm. think there's going to be ever like a, a literal peace in the Middle East. I think we could see maybe less conflict.
And I would love for them to give that a try. And, there, and I there, do there think is, removing our money is the first step in that. There is one path towards peace. Well, it's actually two. The, 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 the path towards peace that we hope for is generational uh, um, uh, proximity leading to a generational de-escalation. Yep. As more and more of these people grow up in these areas and want nothing to do with the conflict and just to live better lives and the old ideas and traditions fade away, they'll start to say like, why, why, why were my great grandparents fighting? you like, I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with them. I just leave, please yep. leave me alone. So one of the things that helps uh, helped racism kind of dissipate in the United States was proximity. People growing up next to people of other races being like, we are friends. Like everything they said about that guy was not true. And so it removes those stigmas and stereotypes. We could also remove sanctions on Iran and kind of just leave the rest of the Middle East alone and stop engaging in regime change every now and then. That would probably help I don't think well. that's going to, that, that won't stabilize the region. Uh, I, think, I think it would stop destabilizing it so much. I, I, I think before the United States was in Afghanistan, you had the Soviets there in the, and, and, and then we, we backed the Mujahideen because it's a proxy war. So whether it's us, China or Russia, there is going to be foreign influence manipulating and, and 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 fighting over the Middle East. I'm not saying I have a good solution. I'm just saying that it seems that we are facing with with thousands of years of ideological uh, hatred. There, The two solutions would be, can we just do everything in our power to try and stabilize this so that over a long period of time, the fighting calms down? Maybe not, especially when you see the, the, the children in Gaza are being taught explicitly to yep, hate. They hate us. Hate, hate us and Israel. The other solution is the one that nobody likes to admit, but is uh, in, in all sci-fi, the trope of what the AI does to bring about peace. Wipe out humans. Well, I mean, that seems a little, maybe a bit much. That's the extreme instant. Yeah. I, yeah, there's peace when there's well, no one left. Yeah, I think I think we could not do that. I, I think, you know, that our the goal is to avoid that from happening. And that is the, the, the terrifying outcome of if we can't solve the problem our involvement way. in the in the Middle East has just been an absolute failure yeah. since the Iraq War, since Desert Storm, really. Well, before that, I mean, since since the Mujahideen. Well, I mean, going, I mean, look, Iran. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The, the Iranian Revolution. The yeah, absolutely. And even the idea of proximity doesn't necessarily bear itself out to work because we may have had that at a certain period of time, but then the kids go to college and they learn all the things that they learn now, which teach you to hate your neighbor rather than to actually learn yep. to understand them. So I don't know, as long as information is freely passed from generation to generation, if that is something that's going to happen, it's going to take an excessively long period of time. And as long as military action is still happening in the interim, you create new enemies with every new military well, action. Well, students here hate yeah. the Second Amendment yeah. guns so you know that's like, not that's not <laughs> well i don't know about woke the far left likes guns yeah it's the liberals who don't the liberals don't uh yeah the left loves leftist guns. college students here i would say they don't like guns it is also funny that you mentioned i don't know Tima. about that you think they like guns yeah leftists like guns they have they have like the red guard depends. they have the social they have the john brown gun club but i think leftist college students are unique partially because of the impact that the parkland school shooting had yeah. that was like one of the big high school to college yeah no i don't i don't think push. so so I think that it is. Like, I, I don't think so. Vosh is pro-gun. All yeah, of but the high schoolers that I worked small. with who are now in college He's a, are a prominent leftist with hundreds of thousands of followers and he's 26. He's a, he's a small demographic. He represents a small demographic of gun-loving leftists. I, 
I think you're wrong. I, the, the left, the leftists love guns. It's the liberal. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's the average liberal that hates the guns. Yeah. Now there, yeah. there's there far less. Uh, there's far less of your gun owning blue dog Democrats than there was before. Yes, and the rest have been turned by the media, by Hollywood, by all these places to be extremely anti-gun because they read articles every day that says there's been 90 school shootings yep. today, mm -hmm. um, and all these things. It is funny that you mentioned Team America: World Police because that movie, you know, I, I mean, actually, when you think about the people that made it back, they might have been more libertarian, but it would have been Hollywood back in the day that yeah. would have been true, very, very like uh, America needs to stop intervening well, in these foreign conflicts. Maybe we'll get another one, yeah. you know, except this time it seems more like instead of just stay out, it's just give everybody money. Yeah. You know, so. Which is never going to work. That's the most ridiculous solution of all Team time. Team America World Bank. Basically. So let's, 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 yeah, let's pull out this story from the Post Millennial. Hamas leader says the same type of racism that killed George Floyd is being used by Israel against the Palestinians. Where is that quote? I want to I want to hear the. All right. اليوم هذه العنصرية التي قتل بها جورج فلويد يمارسها الاحتلال ضدنا وضد أهلنا. Right. That makes Israel the the Derek Chauvin of, <laughs> of the world. They okay, just know George our Floyd. Oh, the, the, I, I, you know oh, what? I, 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 all right. If that's his argument, I agree. George Floyd was chewing on a speedball behind the wheel of a car. The police officers were trying to stop him because what he was doing could result in the death of children and himself. He begged to be released from the car and then was placed on the ground with a lethal amount of, of various drugs in his system. Officers were trying to subdue him as he was screaming and resisting. Eventually, he ended up dying. Now, should they have had their, their uh, Chauvin had his knee on his back for nine plus minutes? Maybe not. Maybe they should have got, uh, no, they shouldn't have. He should have gotten medical attention immediately. The dude was dying uh, uh, presumably due to, well, I think the official reporting is that it was cardiac arrest due to pressure, but let's just say for, the dude had, a, it, this is also a fact, he had lethal amounts of, I think, fentanyl and yeah. other drugs in his system, including meth. Mm -hmm. So if this guy is arguing that they're just like George Floyd, it's like, okay, so you're saying that you're like chock full of crazy, crazy ass drugs and you're engaging in behaviors that's putting yourselves and others at risk. And now Israel is trying to stop you from doing that. <laughs> Doesn't like, work it, the way you thought. Here, it here's the argument: Should George Floyd have been allowed to have chew a speedball and drive an SUV? Certainly not. No, police. Sh should the police have made an attempt to stop him from doing it? Yeah. What do you think? You're more libertarian. Oh man, what was happening when that went down? He was sitting behind the wheel of the SUV, presumably in a drug deal. What we think happened is that when the cops came up, he started chewing on the speedball, yep. spit it out on the floor. Crazy amount of drugs in the system. They removed him from the vehicle and asked him to sit down. Then they were going to bring him to their SUV for an arrest. Should they have done that, or th should have they just should, should they have just if said they just, have, they should stay in the vehicle and, and do your drugs? If they have probable cause, they pull him out. So the problem with the George Floyd story then is they handled it irresponsibly. Sure. When they when they held him on the ground. Absolutely. In the in the body cam footage, George Floyd is saying, "Put me on the ground. Put me on the ground. Put me on the ground." Over and over again, and so they agree to. Chauvin shows up later, not knowing what's going on, and then puts his knee. Uh, it, it, his knee is around the neck and the upper back. Uh, it's widely disputed. They then call uh, medical, which arrives you no know, nine or so, so minutes later. In the, in, in, the, in, the, in the criminal trial for Chauvin, the uh, use of force expert for the prosecution said Chauvin used a lower amount of force than was authorized. 
locking up, locking him up was clearly political. He was authorized to actually tase George Floyd, which is an escalation of force, and chose not to. Yeah, what he did wasn't still legal. the wrong. Yeah. But force. it's what? It's still the wrong force. It's less force, but it's dangerous and irresponsible to put your knee, I mean, knee on someone's neck. That's the argument. Was it's disputed whether or not it was actually on his neck or not? Sure, it was like was it was it on his and so, upper back? So the issue is, if someone is engaging in behavior that could result in death, are you to blame if you engage in actions that try to stop them from committing violent acts? So if a guy, uh, let's say, has a gun, and he's on drugs, and he's ho and he's holding that gun, yeah, and he's waving it around, yeah, and then you tell him to drop it, and then he staggers about, falls over, and then you're like, hey man, this guy's going to shoot somebody. Then he raises the gun up at you and you shoot him. Should you go to jail? I just don't think it's comparable to what's going on over there. You know, unfortunately, this Hamas leader just totally shot himself in the foot with this awful argument. Well, his, his, but this is my point. The argument being made by Hamas is that they are drug addicts engaging sure. in extremely dangerous behavior that will kill others and themselves. And Israel is trying to stop them. Well, but he mostly said it just to invoke sympathy yeah. for yeah. the right people. He's just no, 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 but I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it to him. You're going to sure. give it to him. Well, I think yeah. it's unfortunate that everyone in Palestine is getting caught up in his awful, awful argument. What if the people in Palestine, I don't know, like rose up and like captured and arrested all of the Hamas people and said, stop doing this? That would be amazing. Why aren't they doing that? I think they're terrified of Hamas. So and they and, vote for And him? some of them, I mean, when Libby Evans was on the other day, she was saying, one of the things Hamas did was offer social services. So some sure. people have a relationship with Hamas that at one point was in some ways positive, even if the things they're doing now right. are negative. It's a very complicated relationship. Some mm -hmm. of them are sure are deeply resentful and also feel tied to it. It's like a it's like a battered battered husband, battered wife relationship, probably. Someone yeah. over there is is essentially held hostage. And there are ultimately always going to be Palestinians who feel as though Israel is in the wrong for being Absolutely. there at all. Absolutely. Uh, even if they're not sympathetic to Hamas, they don't want to dispute the land they feel yeah. entitled to. Yeah. One of the first things I saw after the initial airstrike, uh, after Israel's first uh, initial airstrike, was that it was the picture, oddly enough, of, uh, it says, this is what it looks like after Israel um, dropped bombs on Gaza. And he says, just kidding, this is Minneapolis after the George Floyd riots in 2020. Right. So that actually ties those together even more. Yeah. Because it looked almost the same, because Minneapolis was uh, and destroyed. As the same way that we might know the names of, you know, some random people that come out of social movements in other countries, I really just think that there is no understanding of the implications of what invoking George Floyd mean other than it makes leftists in America sympathetic to your yeah. cause because they believe it's a racial argument. Um, in fact, all the leftists in America probably have no idea what the nuanced situation is. They no, just know it's there are certain sides you're supposed to fall on and they're, they're attempting to. We don't really fully understand what it's like to vote in an election where part of your the dominant faction of your government is essentially a terrorist organization what are the implications of arguing against them what how what happens when you come out vocally against hamas in palestine that's not something that we really understand over right. here actually a lot of them probably would say that about the american government right yeah. they, they would actually say that like they would time, say that about us. every time we vote for an election here in america we're voting for a terrorist faction they would say that about yeah, us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they would, they would take that position the same way that people here are taking that position when they talk about Palestinians voting for, you know. A big difference here, though, is that when our when our government engages in atrocities, it's overseas.
It's not in like Mexico, mm-hmm. at least not yet. You know, we haven't we haven't elected anyone yet who's saying that they're going to go to war in Mexico. Although we maybe do we have should, some... man, because the border is weak. We should not go to. Do we want Palestine and, and like no, I'm Gaza? Just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> although I do think we should secure the border. I mean, yeah. there secure, is obvious yeah. uh, can, conflict at the border, yeah. and there is obviously a level that you could be classified as an invasion, right. and we don't do anything about it. In fact, right. we are only interested right now in spending money abroad in Ukraine, in Israel, in, in Palestine, and although humanitarian you want to offer support to those who are suffering especially those you might consider your ally we are not ultimately putting the people of texas of arizona and the states are after that hawaii Hawaii also the northern border is extremely porous it's gotten worse and worse and worse so people of upstate new york people of vermont people of maine we put them last in this scenario and that's ultimately the u.s government's biggest failing in this situation that's the most annoying part like hawaii wasn't that long ago like our 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 attention spans and our memories that short that uh in between you know our ninth funding of ukraine and what happened between israel and palestine is that we had several things uh east palestine here all yep. sorts of things are happening here that our tax dollars. What do they get? Seven hundred dollars in Hawaii per household oh, or something? Nothing. Not even per person. Not even per person. Right. So like, there's plenty of things that our tax dollars could be used here in America, and I think that that does resonate with the average person. I'd like to believe that the average person who's saying like, "Look, I just want to see the the less nuanced position of like, I just want everybody. I'm voting for peace. I want peace." Right. Yeah. What they also mean is like, like, we need to focus on what's going on here absolutely there's plenty to do here and i don't think that's even like people are calling that isolationism i don't think it's isolationism it's just purely trying to to make something happen and is isolationism bad isolationism would mean that we're not having engaging in free trade exactly. and having diplomacy exactly which is why i say it's not isolation that doesn't always sound awful first. the thing is we just do crazy things when we're on the global yeah. stage we're not consistent and yeah, i just don't true. know it's not that i think we shouldn't engage in free trade but ultimately the idea that we have to be involved in everything everywhere all the time does not serve the american people and they say a whisper of isolation please and well and this is like look if you're going to uh help somebody else you have to help yourself yep. first you yep. need to like on a plane no, we're not secure gonna put on our mask, oxygen mask. Se- secure your mask first before you help someone else we yes. can do with helping ourselves first but i but i think what many people fail to realize is that this argument is, is essentially like the chickens in the chicken coop complaining that we only buy certain feed and why are we spending money outside of the chicken coop right. we take their eggs they're paying their taxes And then they're like, hey, you realize the people who run this show are wasting our food and resources on other houses and other chicken coops? Like, what's this all about? No, the chickens have no authority. Their say means nothing. So we sit here and we're like, the American people are upset about what's going on. Bro, since the end of World War II, international interests have been have superseded U.S. interests. Yes. The purpose of of the petrodollar, the International Monetary Fund, Visa and MasterCard. What the American people want is immaterial to what the massive international institutions are trying to do and what they want. I hope more and more people shift their buying power, their savings out of the U.S. dollar and into Bitcoin. We, I think that we need to starve the banks. Oh, Elizabeth Warren's going to put you on a list. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe they want Bitcoin. Well, they don't get it. That's just not how Bitcoin works. That's how other cryptocurrency might work. They can get into that, but not in Bitcoin. Well, why, why not? What do you think? Well, you can't print Bitcoin into oblivion. No, it but stops. you can buy it all. Oh, can you? Other yeah. people own it. Right, you buy it from them. We don't know who all owns it. So the U.S. government, when when if they're really concerned about Bitcoin, look, I, I like Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin's good. I have Bitcoin. But if the U.S. government's really concerned about Bitcoin with $33 trillion in debt, mm-hmm. yeah, they could buy out Bitcoin. I don't know about that. I think that's really good. That's 
The, the only way they couldn't is that some people would not sell. There you go. But that's not enough. There's a lot of people who really, really hate the U.S. dollar who own a lot of Bitcoin. And so it's there's in the, a lot of wealthy people in Dubai who have a lot of Bitcoin, too. And see, in the interest of the United States to buy as much Bitcoin as is possible. But they're not doing it. They want it. They're, they're you don't too, know they are. They're too hubristic. They're too hubristic. I, I, they, perhaps, but I kind of think they, they would. And this is the argument that I made to a bunch of my anarchist and libertarian friends. If you were a, uh, say, like a council on foreign relations okay. or something like that, and mm -hmm. you believed in some kind of like liberal economic order you're trying to create so that you could control the flow of currency around the world, what you what you need is a universal trade medium. The U.S. dollar is great, but it doesn't penetrate literally everywhere. We do pretty well with it, right? So you want a one world currency. You want everyone using the same currency. Well, how do you go about doing that? Every time you bring up something like a multinational <laughs> currency or an international currency, all these crackpot conspiracy theorists, libertarians, and anarchists start losing their minds. I got an idea. What if we seed them into promoting our universal global currency and get them to be the advocates mm, for it? True. There's an idea. So the first thing we'll do is we will create a digital currency that tracks everything you do. So we'll know every purchase you make. We'll, we'll be able to track it publicly and openly. You won't be able to hide it. Because it's not, it's not Monero, it's not Zcash, it's Bitcoin. And then what we'll do is we'll go to all the libertarians and tell them, hey, this is anti-government money. Meanwhile, we're the ones secretly holding the bulk of it. And they won't be able to track it because we have the machines and we know the plan and they don't. Then you get a bunch of libertarians being like, I'm going to buy this up. They get really wealthy off of it, start advocating for it to be the thing to buy. Mm -hmm. But Bitcoin, if you're using it for other transactions, everything you do is tracked publicly. That's surveillance state one on one. But it's so safe, Tim. Everyone's so safe. Oh, look, now. I like Bitcoin. I like Bitcoin. There's a lot of great things about it. I like crypto in general. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. like crypto in general. I think uh, that it opens the door for central bank digital. That's currencies. what I was, that was joking about. Being safe is safe for the government. They're taking care of us. But all I that's, think that's there's okay. a big difference between Bitcoin and, and general. Oh, crypto. definitely, there is. But the yeah. main challenge with Bitcoin is that everything you do is publicly tracked, and the government will always know every purchase you've ever yeah. made. Yeah. And they want to get rid of cash, and it's libertarians advocating for switching over to a completely digital currency that is oh, tracked no. by the government. No, 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 no. I'm not advocating for switching over completely i'm saying we need i'm to not saying you i'm saying the, the libertarians are the, uh, massively for advocating for well sure i mean i'd say the liber libertarian party has a, the official position that everybody should adopt bitcoin but it's overwhelmingly the libertarians who, who made bitcoin successful it's good i'm holding out i don't think it's the government i think that this is this is a smart move and we need to diversify and get off the US do you dollar. think the bitcoin is accessible to the average american meaning like what kind of financial literacy do you need to have to be able to get into Bitcoin? Because I think there are a lot of people who I think get a, a fair, they hear these stories about malfunctions or whatever else, and they get scared of Bitcoin. I think probably a good eight hours of learning about it. That's would, more than we get in high school in America. Yeah. Just a good, a good eight hours, and you probably could figure out how to use it safely. Do you think that everybody should be using it as their day-to-day -day currency? Not yet. But eventually? Maybe we need to we need to make it easier to use if, Lightning Network and things like that. We, so we're not there aren't, yet. Aren't those components of it more centralized though, and run by like big tech guys in Silicon Valley? No, no, that no. I don't think that Lightning people Network. should be using major uh, trading platforms. If that if that makes sense, I think so, people need to be a little bit safer when they use it. The challenge is I, I, I the, mean. the the reason why Bitcoin forked so many times is mm -hmm. because large portions of the community disagree with each other, and, yeah. that, and, it's, and it's it's direct democracy. Mm -hmm. So what happens is 51% of the people running Bitcoin decide a rule change comes into effect and then just 
boot out the other 49 who now still will have that forked currency yep. but that creates bitcoin cash and like you know all these other derivatives mm -hmm. of bitcoin because people disagree with the the changes being implemented by the majority it's okay that there's some choice in currency sure yeah uh that's why i think bitcoin's good but yeah. i don't know if i believe in this like total bitcoin world I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't think it needs to be total Bitcoin world. I think this is a good way to push back against the U.S. dollar. But so, so, so what, what world is that? Is that some of the trade we do is in Bitcoin, some of it is in dollars? I think, well, it doesn't even necessarily have to be U.S. dollars. You're going to have to push off of the dollar and push against it and see what happens. What do you trade with? Right now Bitcoin? you've got Bitcoin. People are also, they still have gold and silver. You know, there are gold bugs out there. I'm not so But you're not trading that. with gold and silver, yeah, right? The, the, the value of gold and silver is too great based on sure. its weight. So you could do the gold backs, for instance, but then it's just like people look at you side-eyed, like you're giving they me do. a polymer enclosed gold foil bill. Let's, what is this? Let's Remember move, the pirates and their doubloons? I feel let's like move more onto Bitcoin and see what happens with the dollar. My biggest concern is that- We need to weaken the Federal Reserve. Uh, and I, I agree with that, but my concern about Bitcoin is that your the government will be able to track everything you do. I think it's a little doomer. They can already track everything we do. Yeah, but not when you buy things in cash. Or at the very it least, it depends on how large of a transaction it is in cash. Yeah, even then, because there's if it's a lot going of, into a bank, it's being tracked. And and banks aren't even giving out certain deposits. But uh, you know, if you go buy something, even ten grand in cash, it's you have a choice of whether you're following the law or not. Like my attitude is like, just pay your taxes. But there is a bit more leeway in. So uh, I'll put it this way. Moxie Marlin Spike made a great point about why why some elite, there needs to be room for people to commit illegal acts. Yeah. And agreed. the argument he made was marijuana. Everybody right now is starting. This is years ago. I, I interviewed him. He said people are starting. We're starting to see the legalization of recreational and medicinal marijuana. Yep. But how would people know they wanted it legal if they never tried it? <laughs> there has to be a little bit of give in the system. Otherwise, it only flows in one direction. Sure. And I'm like, that's actually completely correct. If things become illegal and then you are prevented from ever seeing it or hearing or touching it, eventually we all live in gray boxes. We don't own anything and everything's illegal. There has to be a way to push back and test the boundaries and be like, wait, wait, actually, this shouldn't be illegal. So the challenge with Bitcoin is that I see everything you do will be completely tracked and is and not just by the government, but by any other nefarious actors and foreign governments. <laughs> well, you can use Monero if you're uncomfortable with Bitcoin. Right, so that's why I like crypto, sure. not just Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin, no, Bitcoin so itself of, is good. So much out there that's so bad though in crypto. Yeah, but that's like saying, you know, I bought, uh, you know, uh, pyrite and it mm -hmm. turned out not to have been gold, I got scammed. It's like, okay, well, you know, someone scammed you. Yeah. That doesn't mean gold is bad, you know? So crypto, I like. I think we agree. Yeah. All right. Well, how about we uh, we jump to uh, another story here? I want to bring up this one. Beauty tycoon Huda Katan faces furious backlash and boycott threats to her makeup line after sharing anti-Israel video on Instagram. I don't know who this is. Do you guys know who Huda Katan is? Yeah, she has a really popular makeup line, uh, especially yep. when this uh, this will mean nothing to the boys in the room, but you might get it. Uh, baking, which is where you put a lot of like setting powder under your eyes and then brush it off. She was one of the had a really popular product for that and she's carried in sephora ulta things like that yeah. um she she has gotten in trouble for similar things before but obviously now the timing makes everyone's moves more heightened um i know people often say you know you shouldn't you should cancel her and they do this with other makeup companies so another one was anastasia beverly hills apparently ha the founder had some pro-russian statements when were, the ukraine yeah. stuff was happening so and what, they have great what, products what everyone needs to understand here is that 
this uh, this famous celebrity woman who sells makeup is willing to burn everything down around her to support Gaza. Good for her. And people on the right are too busy saying, I can't speak up. No, I can't take the risk. Sorry. Oh, but, you know, it's just it's it's, yep. you know, I can't do it. There you go. So long as that's the case, they're going to they're going to continually gain ground. Now, to be fair, for, for a variety of reasons, I think this is actually like my, my point here is about the conviction of the left, their willingness to destroy everything to get what they want. People have to take risks. You have to be able to be a political risk taker. But that being said, I think she'll just end up losing a ton of money and her, her brand will start fizzling. She might or this might blow over in a week, honestly. Yeah. That's what happens in the There's, past because she, she's she's mm. a U.S. Iraqi citizen and she said stuff that people get upset about, but the boycotts never last. As long as she has ownership of her company. Kat Von D got in trouble mm -hmm. for saying some uh, very not PC things, uh, having some strange um, marketing for her cosmetics and she ended up getting... She sold her company, but she was almost pushed out. She, uh, what, what was that? That was recently, though, right? Like, not that long ago? It was ago. a couple years ago. years ago, I think. She got baptized. Whoa, she's, really? She she's baptized. had a whole... Yeah. She's, she's had, had a huge she's, transformation. She's, she's on an arc right now. Yeah. Uh, we actually just talked about this today. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing. She got baptized been, a couple weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Amazing to watch her get her yeah. tattoos blacked out and to be for medical freedom and <laughs> move to... Where is she? Ohio? Ohio. Yeah. In a really Jeffrey, cool, Star very gothy house. Yeah. yeah. He's been. He's been... I follow all these guys because I have a cosmetics line too. But get this. You do? I do. It's called Bonadia Cosmetics. No way. Absolutely. Are you guys on Public Square? So I'm in pre-production. I've been in pre-production since May. What made you want to do this? I made it for real women. Oh. By women. Actu Not for actu Actual women, mm -hmm. if you catch my drift. Yeah, I getcha. Um, the wasn't whole there a, a, a Sephora? Just, wasn't there a, like somebody who was like a MAGA supporter who was like, sephora or alta and she was like sponsored by them and they got rid of her because of stuff she said and, like did a video like with prager you or something like a year ago i wouldn't be surprised but i don't know that story specifically okay. i mean alta mm -hmm. was one of the big um dylan mulvaney yeah they were super woke girlhood mm -hmm. podcast so i basically like, started a cosmetics line to push back against it and said we're only using real women as makeup models no Dylan Mulvaney. People were very offended. They were like, what about your trans friends? I was like, well, I'm not upset with them, you know, but we have to push the Overton window in a certain direction. Yeah. And so this is the stand that I'm taking. We're going to make women's products. I, I'm coming out with tampons and things like that, too. It's crazy how now, like, you have to, like, it's all whataboutism. Like, yeah. Victoria's all Secret, like, Victoria's Secret saying, like, they're like, you need to have people who aren't super hot, too. They're like, why no. can't they, do, why can't you just be like... No, we don't. No. Like, you can do that. Let's have we don't, a, let's we don't just, need to do that. Let's just have a young, attractive like, models showing off products, and, and that's okay. Yeah. The feminism made like, them feel guilty about yeah. that. They don't feel like they can do that anymore. Now, to be fair, a lot of their models are underage, and I think they True. should not do that. No, yeah. no, no. We should have people in their, you know, 18, <clears throat> in their 20s, showing off products and making products look appealing and nice. I think that's good marketing. Yeah. Sure, sure. What I'm saying is there's a lot of people who don't realize when they go to the mall, and they're walking past these mall yeah. stores with these women. Those women yeah. are like 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Those I, girls are like I, 15 years I worked old. As, a, as a jean model briefly when I was like, you know, 18, 19. And most of the competition was like 15 to 17. That's messed up. It's just weird. Was it yeah. Victoria's Secret? I mean, it's like the when, when, when they're that's doing LA. That's underwear like and stuff. It's yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, it is everywhere. It is everywhere. It's it is gross. the biggest. It is the, is the major, the major agencies, too. the international agencies. Yeah. They get 14, 15 year old girls to do underwear modeling. It's 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 messed up. They shouldn't do that. It's worldwide. Okay. So last thing about makeup, which you'll find interesting the reason i've had production delays is because every company that i start to purchase 
materials from instead of coming from canada it all comes from china and i even busted them on the tracking they were so bold as to issue me a tracking label where it was coming from beijing i was like why is this taking so long why is this taking so long so we're on our third round right now are, um, do you are you okay with it being produced in china i was you... trying to find something produced in canada the united mm -hmm. states just not china yeah and they were like no to the point impossible. of the article though now like celebrities are having a, a really hard time not talking about stuff like this and yep. there's just so many of them i'm like you would do so well to just not you don't have to have a stance on everything you was don't. it alicia keys yes she, she said she, she wanted to go paragliding like yeah. I, have no, I have no idea what her politics are if that's true or not if that is like a coincidence it's the worst she coincidence she posted on instagram what would you do if you weren't afraid i'd try paragliding and then she posted the side eye emoji oh which like God. the side eye emoji makes she it knows seem what like she's saying. we should not kill people yeah. why and should and, why is but, that? Then, but then she responds with like an instagram story she's like oh i didn't mean that like no, i no. pray yes, for you peace did. from this everyone yes, testing the water she yeah. wanted to yeah. see what would happen and that's it because we know that there are a lot of young more radical left-wing people who are backing palestine in this and that's what she's doing she's seeing and we, a response and we know with, black lives matter foundationally wants to end israel other people they align themselves with are are falling onto certain sides i mean with huda beauty i wouldn't be surprised if now you get a whole wave of young women who are like i'm specifically buying her products because i also believe in that I'm so that's annoyed. the thing about that, all the virtue signaling is that really bigger than just a large market especially if you're already established right does does alicia keys benefit does her music benefit from making, a, making a, music? to make a post like that who when knows? you're already mainstream established but like she's, just she's, stay out of it what's taylor swift doing she has the best marketing she is just dating a football player good for her staying in her life he does drink Bud Light and is uh, sponsored by Pfizer, but to what you said earlier, issues. like what you were talking earlier, like all the news is like crap and it's 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 war and it's death. And I was like, no, because there was like a really funny article the other day where some poor People magazine person had to write a headline that said like Taylor Swift has now held Travis Kelsey's hand twice in public. And it's like, like some poor in, lady had to write that. It's like we're in middle school. I saw that <laughs> post and then immediately messaged it on Instagram to some of my friends yeah. that I went to see Taylor Swift with, being like. They're holding hands. She's look, got four. Look, look. She got four years in J school, eighty thousand dollars in debt, and they're like, "Wow, <laughs> holding hands twice, right it up." And she's like, oh. "We've now gone like, like, like." We are amount, in middle school. The this amount of like time you have to spend talking about her because like every institution and every business has tried to like weasel their way into her life. No one so lives that more rent free be, in everyone's head yeah. than Taylor Swift. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not. It. I'm not a fan, but man, I wish the news was consumed with Taylor Swift and not I, uh, people they are. dying in I'm Israel and all All domestic issues are. I don't. I don't. Right I don't understand why like, you look when I see the Taylor Swift hate I'm like it's fake mm -mm. like dude you have no, re no no there's no reason to hate her like yeah. I, I, I oh for sure yeah it's just like people ragging on her and I'm like she's a pop star like she's dancing on people, stage like, I saw what someone saying that that she must be doing horribly if she was dating a professional uh, athlete <laughs> no everyone else is like I'm super I'm super Mental gymnastics. her tour is like it's, a, it's amassed 2.2 billion already yep. her four, movie made some like, ridiculous amount of money like Taylor Swift is doing fine like we all should aspire to be on her level of calm right yeah. now and like people are like you guys have you guys keep talking about her like we don't I don't want to I have no desire to talk about her, but she's relevant in what? almost every like. How old, like How old is she? She's thirty three. Thirty three. I'm yeah. very interested in her marketing. So twenty twenty eight. Yeah. Closely. Oh no, that's that's the thing that they've already said. She's eligible in twenty twenty four. She'll be. What? She would be thirty five on a no, on inauguration day. Stay out of politics. Oh. On an inauguration. Though. Oh, so January January twentieth is her birthday. She would no, she, no, no. Uh, no, but she but she before. will be she, before that. She will be thirty five by a inauguration day. And they pointed out okay, when Biden just, got elected to stay pure. To, wait, wait, hold on. Stay out of politics. I've, I've talked about how I long for the Donald Trump speakership of the House. Mm. 
how that would be so amazing. But there is a like if anyone who is if God or the simulation aliens, whatever you believe in, could bring about this like radical libertarian Taylor Swift arc. Yes. yes okay, where yes, she just yes. starts coming okay. out being like, I don't even understand why we're engaging in these foreign wars. I'm going to run for president and then wins. Did you, like, that would well, be she's like about to go on a global timeline. tour, right? So she has a chance to really develop her diplomatic skills. I think this is a great idea. Okay. I like Taylor Swift as our diplomat. I like that. Oh my gosh, no, but like, could you imagine Taylor. just all of a sudden, right before, like in mid-2024, she starts taking this like very political libertarian streak. Yep. And she would have to marry Travis Kelsey then because then it would be like yeah. this this uh, blonde pop star with the football player running for the White House. I don't see any really regime change under her leadership. I, me, I see concerts. Yeah, um, There's some great Taylor Swift for president conspiracies. I I, I invite everyone to go read them. They're, <laughs> I doubt they're it, fan, but I'm a huge fan. They are fantastic. I will be reading uh, I just think she's really doing a service to all fathers in the country right now, giving their daughters a reason to watch football with them. She's nice, strengthening yeah. the family. Okay. Just, she's doing everything. There's hilarious. Everyone's posting ones in chat like, no. I don't care. I'm here for a good time, not for a yeah. long time, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're speaking into existence. But look, just I'm saying. No, I don't think she'll run for yeah. I'm, I'm saying if like I could wish upon a star and it would come true, it would be like Taylor Swift all of a sudden comes out with very pragmatic and like logical political stances, yeah, so anti-interventionist, balanced budget, responsibility, individualism, and then wins. Do, do leftist girls like Taylor Swift? Yeah, everyone likes Taylor Swift. Okay. Taylor Swift did a whole thing. She crosses the aisle. Even hold when on, you hold on. don't want to, people like her. The girls who like Taylor Swift have the views of Taylor Swift. Okay. If Taylor Swift came out right now there and said, go. no more funding. I mean, look, Taylor Swift very likely could come out because of like a leftist view and say <laughs> no funding for Israel. Did you and then you'd get every 15-year-old girl being like, no money for Israel. Just yeah. screaming at the top of their she lungs. She said she could do this test. She could say, I don't think we should invest uh, money abroad. And all the, all the young girls would be like, mm -hmm. well, Taylor said. You know what? I like it. How the I hell did we get on this? Like, I, just, I get done well, with my no, show. I've escaped this news and I'm like, back here. I didn't bring this up. This is, not, this, is not, this is not my fault. I think you brought it up. I, want, I think I brought it up. I don't is, even like it. I can't Swift. escape yeah, it. But you're still this is awful. Well, we're, yeah, we're talking marketing. Look, the point is, these high profile leftists are willing to sabotage their entire careers yes. for their values. They care the right more. Is not a, they a, care more than yeah. the right. The right has to care more. People have to get out there and make themselves vulnerable and just do it. Yeah. This is crazy. I mean, this post from her, and then we'll we'll talk about something else, but she's like, I don't know if you've noticed, but Israelis from all over the world love your products. This is from one of the fans. And she was like, so remember, this is no Israeli buys from you again anywhere in the world. Gaza doesn't have, doesn't have money to invest in, in my opinion, because they prefer to invest in weapons, but have a lovely day. She says, I don't want blood money. There you go. She's saying, listen, Oof. listen, she is, she is, she has no problem telling all of her fans that if you're, if you are Jewish, if you are Israeli, and you are uninvolved in just a regular civilian Jewish? and you decide, well, Israeli. Okay. And you decide not to buy a product. She doesn't want your blood money. So an Israeli civilian minding their own business goes to a store and says, well, you know, I'm not sure I want this. She goes, your money's blood money. She's saying the money of any Israeli civilian is blood money. Pretty harsh. She's coming out with a bold stance, you know? Pretty and harsh. This and this is the left has done this for ages, right? There's a lot of people say, if you don't like my politics, don't buy my book, don't buy this, don't buy that. Like, they have no problem turning away customers if they don't believe that they fall in line yeah. ideologically yep. with them. You're right. Yeah. No, they'd rather have the customers that fall in line with their views. They have rabid, rabid followers and, mm. and loyal followers. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, whether her makeup empire or career crashes burns is sort of irrelevant to me it's more interesting that she would say yep. anything at all i agree um, that, exactly we, 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 why we, we've got to jump to this story this is uh -oh. huge huge breaking news ladies and gentlemen from newsweek.com alex jones 
warns of possible terrorist attacks in the U.S. I can't believe it. That's crazy. Of all the people, Alex Jones saying this? I mean, if Alex is saying it, you know, this is, this is a shocking thing for him to say. It, it, it must be true. Yeah. Well, Newsweek uh, okay, loves wait, him. They trust let, let him me, implicitly. Let me just <laughs> ask this question first. I want to say this. Yeah, Alex is correct. There's a, there's a fear considering the, op the open sure. the course border and what's going on with uh, Israel and, and Hamas. There could be terror attacks. But I just, I, why is Newsweek running a headline? Alex Jones warns of terror attacks. This is definitely one journalist on their desk who's like, I got to get to my last story of the day. <laughs> Somebody, please All right. Say so let me, let me, Newsweek has actually been very friendly to me and i think they've of, been pretty good of all of the the mainstream corporate media outlets i think newsweek is the most libertarian friendly i yeah I get well it. they've they've got uh is is, is Batya still there because she's fantastic <clears throat> i don't they, know they they've they've given uh they've they've given a lot of pushback to the lies and the manipulations from the, the establishment yeah. narrative they publish a lot of my op-eds yeah a lot of op-eds cool. no i like i'm just wondering like you know alex jones warns of terror attacks quite a bit yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> Maybe there was something about this particular terror attack. Do they give any more about. details? Well, Did Alex give any more Let's details? See. Let's see. Yeah, they say that uh, because of a Hamas attack on Israel, that uh, uh, America has the same problem. Hamas led, blah, 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 blah. Jones, without offering evidence, told oh, Bannon well, he feels it's only a matter of when, not if, there's an attack on the U.S. similar to what Israel experienced. I love how they do this without yeah. offering evidence. Yeah. Here's my evidence. Uh, was it four Iranians captured at the southern border mm -hmm. and 200 or so people on the terror watch list? That's evidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there have been multiple arrests of Americans who have been radicalized in major cities in the last year. I remember True. one was yeah. a white guy from Maine who took a bus to New York or, and and uh, stabbed someone. And he said it was, you know, he, he was Islamic and this is this is what he had to do for his whatever rite of passage. That doesn't seem like nothing, right? This doesn't happen out of nowhere. Without evidence would mean he has just arrived on the planet and he's never been involved in American politics. Right. Yeah, Too true. bad all the U.S. taxpayer dollars went to build Israel's Iron Dome. We don't have that here. We don't need that. We don't even need a wall because that's how good the Biden administration is. Fantastic. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't think Israel would exist without U.S. dollars, obviously. That is not my problem. Yeah. That is it's so not, not my problem. It's not the problem of anyone in the United States for us to be funding any other countries nope. e either. And nope. And uh, yet they're all like, please, more money immediately. You know that yeah. scene in Parks and Rec where the girl is like, more money, please. And they're like, just give her some so she'll yes. go away. Yeah. I wonder if they would change the way that they behave if they did not have the United States dollar. <laughs> I don't think they would exist. They wouldn't. Israel? Yeah, I don't think they, they wouldn't exist. Yeah. That without the Iron Dome, they they, they they you would not be able to live there. Well, okay, yeah. they've got it now. Let's just cut them off, you know. Yeah, but like it's maintaining like the Iron Dome, Daddy's trust fund. Well, you know, get creative. Don't they? Don't they create tons of pharmaceuticals, including hormones and? They vaccines? do, they do, and they also do a lot of surveillance technology, okay. and uh, I, I think they do a lot of uh, um, military tech stuff as well. They're very yeah. smart. They figure it out. Did you see that story that was in the news? It says like I'm trans and I support Palestine, mm -hmm. but Israel creates my hormones. That's, I did. That's from 2018. Was it, but I'm saying, but it was like yeah. uh, like that's, 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 a timeless. Yes, yeah, a timeless tale. A timeless tale. <laughs> a tale it's, as old as time. I mean, yeah. it was a great uh, insight into the. The fact that this has been a long-raising tension within yep. super progressive yeah. communities in the U.S., right? This isn't something that just... I, I think that's what bothers me most about all of this is that it's not like on October 7th, 
Hamas just attacked out of nowhere. This has been building for a long time. And in fact, we know that because our own political circles are having trouble reconciling when they share certain opinions with people, but also disagree. Is anyone trying to do trying to just engage Hamas in talks, even if it's not peace talks? Just, hey, well, there was there was the uh, pizza bala from Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe Jordan is. I was thinking about the Catholic leader that's based the the patriarch of (laughs) Saudi Arabia. He was saying it's very hard to get them on the phone. Mm. I think Saudi Arabia is having a meeting with Hamas. Let me check. That's good. Someone needs to do that. Keep calling. But again, like Hamas would have to be open to it. And I don't know that that's Hamas's top priority I, now I because they are not motivated for peace because I, they're motivated I don't know for they're land. They, they motiv- did reach out. They did reach out initially, I believe. Uh, yeah. The, and almost initially, but after that, I haven't heard anything else about it. So. Oh, okay. Well, the, 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 the larger story is that is, uh, Israel, Israeli and Saudi leaders were going to be meeting to have peace talks. Right. And then Hamas fired a bunch of rockets. Yeah. And now it's off. And now it's off. Yeah. Now yeah. it's off. Someone needs to be aggressively trying to talk to these people. I don't even. Th- I don't even think I'd wow. start with calling it a peace talk, but maybe a what the hell talk. <laughs> Can we have a what the hell talk? I mean, when we had Max Blumenthal here. He basically said that the reason Hamas attacked Israel is because Israel was having these normalization conversations and they didn't yeah. want it. Yeah. I'm like, they're evil. Yeah. That's at- Max is Max really knows his stuff. He's very good on foreign policy. Yeah, but he's you know he's very pro Palestine. He's outright saying like Hamas engaged in these these actions targeting civilians and 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 killing people because they were trying to stop peace in the Middle East out yeah. of desperation. Yeah, well because peace in the Middle East for them is a loss, right? Like they don't want peace in the Middle East because they don't want a two state solution. Maybe I'm wrong and misinterpreting this, but. The, the thing that Israel or other countries might present as peace is still considered so not satisfactory. It seems incredibly disgusting and unsavory and unbelievable for us to like kind of have to wrestle with this right now. But when you look back throughout history and you look at things like the USS Liberty and the bombing of Pearl Harbor, there are things that are highly suspicious that our government has had intelligence on in 9-11 and then maybe it happened anyway. And so there's a real argument as to how much they knew is not out of the question that Israel might have known what was going to happen and allowed it to happen. I don't I, I, ha- I don't know for sure that that's the case, but it's not inconceivable. I, but I do think it's highly improbable. And I asked Max about it, and Max also disagreed. He said that Israel is uh, has this very serious, I forgot what he called it, it's a military doctrine where they will shoot to kill their own soldiers if they're being captured by Hamas. Yeah. That's how much they do not want Israeli soldiers to be captured by yes. Hamas. Oh, so I the, understand. The idea yes. that they would allow hundreds of yeah. civilians and soldiers to be captured is is unquestionable. How did they miss an attack well, when they have is, such high surveillance? That's they have the thing. Such good the, the guy who came out and, said something, uh, and spoke for Hamas said that they had only spoken about between like three or four of the top individuals within Hamas. In person. So like... Yeah, it was yep. all it was all like super and, hush hush on purpose because they know they can catch up on them. And not, and not just that, a lot of people are pointing to Egypt having warned Israel ten days prior that that's evidence. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, mm-hmm. if someone comes to you and says, "Hey, man, something big might be coming," like keep your security up, you'll be like, "Okay." Does it mean you know that like a bunch no. of dudes are going to break into your garage and steal your car? Right. No. no. I, I I think it's possible. I, I think I think there's a possibility that Israel. There's I think certainly it's suspicious. Incentive. I think it's suspicious, and I think people should be open to it. But I do think there should be evidence before we make you know. Sweeping I just think it's 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 substantially less likely. The mm-hmm. the argument is that the the political uh, state of Israel has been in disarray. There's been massive conflict and protests, mm-hmm. and this this conflict has resulted in you know Netanyahu getting people yep. rallying around him. But I don't agree with that because if you look at the the collapse of the peace agreements, Israel's on the verge of making a whole lot of money and getting a whole lot of influence in the region if yeah. these peace talks go through. 
it all falls apart right now. I, I, I think more likely Hamas caught them off guard. They didn't expect it to happen. And they retaliated. And now they've just lost this tremendous opportunity. I mean, the idea that they were going to have economic normalization was about to make the region substantially wealthier. Gone. So, you know, when I think about it, I'm like, I don't see the Israeli leadership as ideological as Hamas, though I do see them as more ideological than we would expect someone to be. Yes, more more ideological than we are here in right. the United States. Especially Zionists, overt yes. Zionists. But uh, I think for the average person, money talks, BS walks. I think for Hamas, that's not the case. I agree. So when it comes to what seems to make the most sense, a lot of very, very wealthy people who are Israeli have lost a lot of money over this happening. And I really don't see the nepotism and the elitism allowing something like that to happen. Like, I, I don't see them going and being like, we know this might happen and all of our most wealthy connected families are going to lose lots of money over it. And I don't know. I'm, they're probably, the phone calls came in. I'm sure. Billionaires screaming in faces, serious threats. I will end your political career. How did you miss this? I really doubt some billionaire was like, well, I'm going to lose 100 million tomorrow, but it's okay. I don't, I don't think so. But everyone is rallying around Netanyahu. Sure. I mean, that 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 happens. There are a lot of people uh, that I've talked to about it where they're like, you know, I, I know someone who's got like a wealthy family that they're Israeli, but they live in New York or whatever. I'm like, I don't think these people wanted to lose massive portions of their net worth. No, certainly not. Yeah. And I don't so think they're that ideological. Net, Netanyahu may, may, may see some benefit from this, but I ultimately think it's going to cost him substantially politically. Like, at the very least, he's going to owe a lot of people a lot of stuff. And not just him, a lot of people in the Israeli government who miss this. Do we know how long he's been in office oh, now? Oh, man, it's like 16 years. It's a really long it? time. He was out of office for a minute yeah, there, right? Yeah, he, he, like, got reelected, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can look it up. 16 years? From 96 to 99 and from, from 2009 to 2021. Yeah. For a long time. It yeah, is so hard to get rid of a wartime president. Yeah, and in, and they're in war quite Prime a bit. Minister. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I guess the bigger question is, was Alex Jones right? I guess or we'll find out. Going to we have right? a jar here that says Which he is time? all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of money in it. Yeah, but Alex so really Jones big was jar, right jar relative to the, you know. It's a really big jar. Uh, it is. There's also a lot of fake money. At I was going to say, I think most of that money is fake. <laughs> there's some real money in there. Is, is there some real money there's in like, there? There's like prop stacks of $100 mm. bills in there. Yeah. I always like, tell people, because like, uh, on, on the show, on, on PCC, we have the, the money guns. I was like, we can put like five real $100 bills in there and say anybody who wants to help clean it up. Like, you can keep the real 100 if you, you find should, it. You should get an Alex Jones was right jar and put it on the table. <laughs> and then when the money goes off, you're like trying to catch it. <laughs> 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 trying to catch the money. I go. mean, I think this statement is not specific enough to say whether he's right or wrong because it's probably so it will happen. Um, it's no shame, shade to Newsweek journalists. I also sometimes struggle to get a story out at the end of the day, but I would like to have seen more specific. I just thought it was funny. Something. They would also it, deny was, the evidence anyways. But it's but it's just Ron DeSantis said the same thing. And uh, so, you know, like Kevin McCarthy said the same thing. It's not surprising that Alex Jones is now saying the same thing. When uh, when Alex predicted the uh, the Russian invasion in Ukraine, everybody started losing it, being like, "Dude, he several months ago he warned this was going to happen, like almost specifically and over like to the T." And uh, you know, I was talking to him about it because we had that event, and he was like, 
He's like, Tim, I just read the news. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he was he was basically like, everyone was surprised he got it right. He was like, there's a bunch of news stories about yeah. it. Like, well, he wasn't really doing about, anything. But it's because there's a caricature that he's just this loud, dumb guy who screams on yeah. YouTube or whatever. Like, a lot of people, <laughs> mainstream and left-leaning, don't know anything about him. So the fact that he would get anything right is just shocking to him because they only know him as this guy who gets everything wrong and he says these crazy things. But, mm-hmm. you know. We have to do this. Uh, I don't care. I don't care about politics. It's Tim's show. I don't care. I just found out about this and I want to talk about it. From Defector.com is Ron DeSantis wearing hidden platform heels inside his stupid ugly boots. <laughs> An investigation. Okay. This is real journalism. I didn't pre- know about this. We're going to get President this Short is, King. This has been going, this, this, this has been a story for a long time and I have no idea how a year now this story's been around and I did not know oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, even I knew about this one. I did And then uh, uh, Ashley St. Clair posted a video which clearly shows Ron DeSantis wearing super tall lifts with <laughs> fake toes. And I'm like, dude, his, those are fake. Like, do we have, do we have video of high heel walk? Uh, someone, I, I couldn't find any because Sashay? it's like just the last minute, but apparently people were, t- were, were tweeting at me that there's video of him High heel walking. High heel walking or drunk girl in high heel walk. Like there's <laughs> there's the 9 p.m. and then there's the 3 a.m. like clunk clunk. Very element. Oh, he's been practicing this for a long time. But look I'm look sure look. He, he slings them over his shoulder as he's so, leaving. <laughs> this is an article from Oct- from just like, uh, two week a week and a half ago, and uh, they show these videos where I mean look at this. This is the one that I saw from. Uh, oh, you can't pause it. That's stupid. Look at that. His his toes are clearly not in the front of the boot. And they they have massive platforms. This is what Ashley I saw Ashley St. Clair repost. <laughs> Can't have a short. And then yeah. people like look at this right here. So there's no there's no foot right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's these weird, are his man. these are his like live laugh love pumpkin spice fall. <laughs> he's he's going for the food. he's going for the Hobby Lobby demographic right now. And then oh, they're, I they're, love they're, this yeah. one with the femur. <laughs> this one I think <laughs> is great. silly, right? It, it's honestly like the argument: the femur is the longest bone. So why is his fibula, which would be his second longest bone, so weirdly disproportionate? Like, what is Donald Trump going to do with this high heel dis, high heel Ron? I don't know, but like. Some of the, some of the. That's the, weird. Look, his, there's clearly no foot in the That's front weird. of that boot. Yeah. Look at that. It's like look what how it's if, bent. What if he just has very, very thin toes? Very, very thin. No, because there's, there's before like, and afters of him in regular shoes where they look normal. We so. comes out and he's like, I have really bad arches. It's just. I why, want to see the foot. Why is he wearing cowboy boots anyway? Okay, fine. Know. You're allowed to wear cowboy he's boots, on. but look at this right here. I did not know about this. Look, there's no foot there. <laughs> there's no way there's a foot in that. Yeah. Now this outline is very silly i don't think that's correct either but clearly those shoes i mean look the best case scenario i can say for him is that whoa jack anatomy he wears he wears size 12 boots because he's got size 7 feet and he's embarrassed about it worst case for him is that he's got high heels on i'm I, the thing is i've been trying to figure out how tall he is and i've seen everything from 5 7 to 5 11 <laughs> okay and the fact that there's not just See, one that's the problem. Answer, one Question. statement and this guy could just be like i can am you five be foot 5 10. 11 and have a size 7 shoe yeah does he have a 5 7 like, shoe no i don't i don't think i don't so. know about that I, that's look, like do, 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 as do, do, somebody do. who is as somebody who's short 5 5 he's he's really missing out on representing me 
The short when he wrote, yes, he like he needs to, he he lost my vote. Like I would have been <laughs> perfectly happy to give this guy my vote. It's the Tom Cruise vote. Okay, the Betrayed thing is, the we just yes. need to figure out how tall his wife is, and then do the thing where you take an object that you know the size of and compare the difference. <laughs> um, Internet sleuths could solve this. We just need to be insure ensure that she's not wearing heels and he's not wearing boots. So also, check, they're check from Florida. They went to the beach together. This this is a story from February fourteenth of this year. Dem Democrat opposition researcher slams DeSantis for wearing high heeled boots. Imagine Quote, being that oppo. They're called <laughs> cowboy boots. He's like, I went to college so, so, for so this. Look, so this person noticed something weird and said DeSantis wears high-heeled boots to appear taller. But this is the clever thing. In these photos, there is a lift on the boots. So they can go, ah, they're cowboy boots with a natural heel on them. They're not high heels, calm down. But what they're omitting from the, the, the people arguing in favor of them, they're omitting that, no, the argument is actually that inside the boot is a lift you can't mm. see. It's a hidden lift. Mm. And so uh, Matt Whitlock said, tell me you've never seen cowboy boots without telling me touch some grass. No, no, no. Like, Ooh, dude, no. hold on. Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to this picture right here. This one right here. Bro, tell me his foot is in that. Right. That exactly. is not. Tell Wasn't me he's got big flappy pancake toes? feet. Like, the big flappy pancake feet. The no. Wojak anatomy drawing is correct. Cowboy boots have a heel on them, but this is not what we're talking about here. You at just all. you can't be you can't be a short president. No, he's days. like Daffy <laughs> Duck with the a little flap. Internet <laughs> has a bunch of stuff saying that Casey DeSantis is between five five and five six, but then more recent stuff coming out in 2023 says that she's five nine and so i think suspicious oh. someone suspicious someone uh saw me, uh, headed me off at the pass here and we're like no no we got to make her taller too he needs to bury that yeah. story with the uh, taylor swift marketing because if you look at photos of them he's a little bit taller than her but what did they say she was she was so five. saying they're saying that she's five 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 six although more recent entries say she's five nine so if he if she's five nine this Daniel. is the desantis war room posting this to get this out there she's five nine here then yes i guess he oh, is five eleven but if he, she's five five then he's like five eight oh, maybe I'm, I'm telling you man maybe that's why he won't come on the show because i'm five nine <laughs> and if we stood next to each other i would know how well, tall now he is definitely oh, not coming on the show well, yeah. they, they, they have a mandate not to allow any of their people to come on our show. Why? Because I'm so tall. Well, why do you think? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, but Hannah Claire can't be on the show with me. She's like, <laughs> right in it. We need, we need Phil on the show. Well, now it's definitely not happening. But... Yeah, between Phil and I, we just need to stand strategically next to him. And we can figure out how <laughs> tall. Wow, wait, wait, wait. Where, where did you see that Casey was 5'9"? Uh, I'm seeing it. I mean, none of them are super reputable sources. Oh, that right? makes Ron a, 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 a biography a, a veritable lane. six foot. Right yeah. there. Well, that's what I'm saying. That she's probably five she's five, five, but the the DeSantis war room leaked the five nine, so it makes him look just a little bit taller. Yeah. Look, look at this picture. Yeah. If if she's five nine, he's six foot. He's six feet tall. Yeah. We know he's not. Are Trump people well, running she's his in campaign heels, <laughs> into the ground yes. on purpose? I mean, I swear. That's so why I tweeted. I'm like, <sighs> it has to be that the people who are working for Ron are secret Trump supporters. Yeah, it's got to be right. right. And 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 they're like they're playing the long game. They're sandbagging. Yeah, because he was he was in the lead. Yeah, he was he was he was leading in the prediction markets. He was leading in the polls, and then all of a sudden he started slipping on banana peels. Every you know you know remember when because the high heels no, no, on the banana remember peels. When, it's, it's remember difficult. when sideshow Bob was stepping on the rakes and yes. hitting him in the face? It's just like that. that's Ron DeSantis's campaign. And I'm like, somebody put those rakes there. There's no way he's <laughs> right. accidentally just stumbled upon a bunch of rakes it's on the ground. It's pretty wild that his it's okay. Come out with a boring snoozy campaign video and wear, wear high heeled and shoes. Wear, <laughs> <laughs> and have your campaign staff and communications people start randomly attacking prominent personalities who support Ron. Yeah. I think he should just go for full spike stilettos and come out to Purple Rain. <laughs> and the Minnesota as, a, as a Minnesotan, I support that idea. Yes, we need Prince it. representation. Yes, we do. From Ron I, I, I'm, not even, I'm not even kidding. I think there's a strong possibility that the communications people he hired are pretending to support him. 
I think that's yeah. It's very like he does every single point. thing that you want you would want to not do. It seems like he does. So uh, what did she? Point. What did Ashley Sinclair say? She said he's a, he's a Tinder six feet. Yeah, someone, that's what she said. someone <laughs> commented underneath saying how tall is he? And someone said five eleven. She said on Tinder he says six one. Yeah. Look, as somebody who has never like as somebody who's five five and refuses to ever exaggerate, even nice. even to five six. Okay. Like just embrace it, dude. You're fine. Just, so. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, according to the internet, the average height of the U.S. president is 5'10", because hmm. so he's which suggests the yeah, voters prefer on. slightly taller. I don't think this is real Yeah, but hold all. on. What that's because sources? That's because like 200 years ago, everybody was 5'6". Yeah, foot six. I was yeah. just going to say, people have grown. Yeah, we've, we've got... Uh, modern at, president. One of the, one of the buildings on the Fredamistan property is an 1800s barn house. Mm-hmm. And it, you're like, you're... I'm 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 five ten ish five ten and a half you know gotta give a little extra half, half inch there but I'm almost banging my head in this building because I'm like considered <laughs> tall for the era giant Tim pool yeah I'm like walking I'm like I feel great this he doesn't want to go tall. walk into North Korea and be the same height as Kim Jong Un my favorite guests were Charlie Kirk Savage. and Vosh because they're both like six five and, feet tall and then they were like let's get a photo together and I like I look short everyone's like wow tim's short i'm like dude they're just six five yeah you're not short for men they are just enormously tall yeah right right and then it's like you know i just gotta wait until we can get someone who's not so tall in here and take a picture with them people ask me that they're like is tim short i'm like no and they're they're like oh i think it has to do with our our camera angles a bunch of people asked me if i was short when we went to the miami event or they were like you're so much taller than i thought everyone in tv is really small that's how we fit on your screens it's because when they when people are used to watching uh people on tv and they film from their from their chest the cameras and so uh it's usually pointed upwards towards Mm -hmm. people when they're having conversations so they look taller and they're so imagine how you view the world when you walk around and you're looking at people, and if you're of average height, you're looking mostly at eye level. Sure. Then you turn the TV on, and everyone is at an angle looking upward, so you feel shorter than them. Mm. Here in the studio, the cameras are all slightly above head level. Otherwise, the cameras would bump into our heads. Like right. You'd see the back of you know Brett's yeah. head. And so there's a natural downward angle, so everyone <laughs> makes the assumption that they must be taller than us because they're looking slightly downward. So what Ron DeSantis needs to do is hire Tom Cruise's director of photography who manages uh-huh. to make him look normal height in everything that he's in. Watch watch him in Top Gun 1 where they have to film like, Val Kilmer from like half a, half a block away, Ron, Val Kilmer sitting Ron, down. Ron's here and the podium's here. <laughs> And the camera's there, and it looks like he's in front of the podium, yeah, and he's perfect. really tall. He's like way, back, way far. <laughs> back. Is he going to get reelected now that he's had this clown show? Campaign? He can't be reelected. He's he's, he's termed out for governor in yeah. Florida. Yeah. Oh, what's he going to do next? That's why he's running for president. That's right. That's not so play sad. pro basketball. That's so sad. <laughs> That's why there was a rumor he was going to run for senate. Yeah, which I think could have been good. Oh, uh, he's going to have to retire after this. I mean. That's why. That's why I'm like, look, man, I'm not big on conspiracy theories, Back to but Congress. the idea, no way, he'll never get elected. Get elected. I mean, yeah. look, no, that's not true. The people who moved to Florida love the guy, mm-hmm. and they'll vote for him. And to be honest, like, you know, I'd probably vote for him if he was my Except congressman. Except for the too. ones who were mad that he was running for president. Yeah, no, actually, I take that back. I don't know. I mean, I think after doing this Mixed poorly, bag. I don't know if I'd even vote for him Mixed for Congress. Bag. I think he's going to have to maybe fade to the background for a little bit. I mean, my thing is I don't like to short the conservative bench, right? Like, he did do things in Florida that people loved and felt sure. strongly about. And so I don't think that we should just, like, wreck everybody right now and then make it so they can never have a political career. But... I think well, not over shoes. Would he? Not uh, over sho- I mean, look, he could have just come out and then he gets sponsored. I just thing. wouldn't vote for him because he's going to pump and dump a bunch of money into Israel. Does yeah, he, that's that's my current problem. Would he have a place in any type of like in a in a cabinet somewhere? I mean, that's the thing. If his relationship with the 
presumptive nominee yeah. Trump were to get better in the next 12 months, maybe, but it's such a long road. I, I just think it's hard to say that like yeah. this time next year when we're a month out, less than a month out from the election, you know, Put him will in they be on better terms? Put him I mean, in charge of the Department of Education. Maybe. I, could be interesting. Um, but I don't like the idea that we're just like attacking all of our talent in primary season and making it impossible to think long term. Well, then maybe he shouldn't wear high heels. Well, you know, he's doing his best to look trustworthy and tall. Uh, I love that height privilege is alive and well in America. Some things you just can't get. You're not just not born with it. All right. I'm I'm pulling up Ashley St. Clair's tweet. I sent this to you, right? Is this the one? Wait, wait. Hold on. She's got a bunch of videos. Where's... She's alive right there. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. POV, you're Ron DeSantis getting ready to go out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that she has those. The knee highs. Well, she's so cute and so stylish. <laughs> they, she had probably borrowed them from her. And then I guess. Why is she wearing like a blue power? The DeSantis. I love it. Like Stop it. questioning, actually. <laughs> it is nice. So the DeSantis campaign actually responded to her saying, POV, you have nothing substantive to criticize DeSantis on <laughs> as another plane load of Americans arrives home from Israel. Ugh. And it's just like. They couldn't even come back with something pithy and funny. <laughs> yeah, that was so. But like, uh, but you're supposed to plan. roll with the punches, not yeah. get angry about yeah, it. Especially they those types of like, topics. Um, he would only wear cowboy boots. Yes. Thank you, Ashley. It's like he picked. Oh, she apologized. Here you go. Apology video. Uh, I made a joke <laughs> about Ron DeSantis. There's a very popular meme going around that DeSantis wears heels, very high heels. Uh, and I made a joke. I put on my stilettos and I said, POV, you're Ron DeSantis getting ready to go out. I thought it was funny. Many people thought it was funny. I make jokes about everyone. Yeah, Trump, right. <laughs> DeSantis, Vivek. But the DeSantis team didn't think it was funny. And that's what's most important. So I want to <laughs> apologize from the bottom of my heart. And they said it wasn't a very substantive criticism. And... They also notified me that DeSantis doesn't wear stilettos, he wears cowboy boots. So not only would I like to apologize, but I would like to be accurate. I would like to correct the record and do this again. So take two. POV, you're Ron DeSantis getting ready to go out. See, that's the one that I'm like, I can't believe she owns those. <laughs> I like that she doesn't this cut is, off the end. She just leaves her yeah. like hitting stop on record. So this is, this, <laughs> it, it, this exemplifies like one of the problems of the tennis campaign. They are like the nerdy yeah. loser kids who don't have a sense of humor. When she made the high heels thing, the response to the dance campaign should have been to joke along with yeah, her. Yeah, absolutely. And then like post a picture of Ron wearing like like moon boots on the moon or something. Mm -hmm. and, he like, should have he should have gone run with that song and she beat him to it. That's that's yeah, the obvious true. thing. Yeah. Sad. No, so, I, it's just because they're incredibly defensive. I think because they feel insecure. I mean, this I is, think they're sabotaging him. Oh, like like unless Ron. You know, he's like going through his resumes of people for communications and then he's like, well, none of this works. So he went down to the local, he went down on the highway and saw someone holding up a sign being like, hey, you want to handle my social media for me? And they're like, right. okay. And that's what, that's what we got. Well, you can't like, tell the difference at this point. So it is what it is. <laughs>
And so it was after like the, at the debates when he's like, I will never let you down. He did the weird smile. That was little, so like he's, uncomfortable. Like he's never smiled before in his entire <laughs> life. So it's uh, it's, it's just, his first time. <laughs> <laughs> figuring out how to smile in public at the same time. But you got, you got to roll with him. Trump has that, that, there's that famous clip where he's like, the lights, they're too bright. They make me look orange. And it's hilarious. It is. Because we call him orange. orange. But he doesn't care. He thinks it's funny. And then he, he makes it into a joke and everyone laughs and they like it. Mary believes he's anti he's he's anti fragile when it comes to cringe. He I want can't you, be cringe. I, I want you yeah. to imagine this, okay? Imagine you're in, you're in a high school classroom, and Ron is sitting in the corner and he's very studious and he's writing, and then he just rips out an awful fart, and then everyone looks and they're like, "Oh, Ron, did you fart?" And then immediately there's three kids running like, "Why why do you care so much? You have no real reason to criticize him. He didn't fart. You farted. You're a farter." And you're like, what is what is going on? Then compare Trump on the other side of the room, and he goes, I did it, I did it. Ooh, smell it. And then everyone's laughing, and Trump's the overconfident, arrogant class clown yeah. who makes you smell his farts, and Ron's the guy who who has a crew around him just denying that a fart ever happened. Trump won a ton of people over on on Twitter when he was retweeting memes of himself yeah. as as a wrestler. That was like just, the best part. I just love the uh, when he was. <laughs> what did he say about diet that that diet coke tweet? He's like, I'm still gonna drink that garbage. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, you never, you never see a thin person yes. drinking diet coke. Yes. <laughs> he's like, I'm still gonna drink it. He's he's very funny. He's he very is. funny. He is really funny. Oh well, Ashley St. Clair was funny too. She was kind of putting on a little Trump impression there. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna go to super chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share this show with your friends, and become a member by going to timcast.com and clicking join us. There's going to be a members-only uncensored show coming up for you in about 25 minutes. You don't want to miss it. As a member, you can actually call in and talk to us and be on the show. Here we go. We got Quispy Joe. He says, am I the first? Good sir, you are. You win the prize of being the first Super Chat. I love this race. Great job. Everyone's fighting to try and get the first Super Chat in. Very nice. And so we're, we're going to end up having like 50 Super Chats all instantly at 740. I wonder if there's a way to... to no, I don't think we're allowed to reward people for doing it, though. I think it gets like mm. like sweepstakes laws or something. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, but we know. We know that you're doing a good job. Yeah. You could, but it's like... You know you're first. There's you only know. like 30-something states. I just went through this whole thing. We're, doing, we're trying to do a football square. Oh, really? It's so annoying. All the well, different you, laws. That, that's the other thing, too. Like We're trying to figure out how to do this like grant program where yep. we grant members money for projects, and our lawyer's like, you can't do it. And we're like, well, we, we, well, no, because it's like, it's it's a it's a sweepstakes basically. It's a sweepstakes. You can do it in certain states, but not all of them. And there's like there there are ways to do it, but the yep. problem is so long. Not as, in West Virginia. The issue is that we we want to support our members, yeah. who are working on cultural projects with a grant, but they can't be our members if we're going to do it because then the argument is we're <coughs> just what what is it um. Solicitation for a sweepstakes. If you're doing, if we're claiming it's a grant through an external company, like, so if we said we will give you, you know, ten grand towards your project, sweepstakes. Okay, well, we we have an investment company, and ah, solicitation for a sweepstakes. You like the, the you can't do it. So and I'm ridiculous. Like, That's weird. Yeah. So the only way to do it is to give any random person. Right. It has to be completely open to anyone and anywhere, basically. And I'm like, okay, that's probably fine. Like we could probably do it that way, but we're still working through the paperwork with our lawyers to figure out how to do it. Yeah, we've done some stuff that's just not public, where we've given money to various projects, people fighting for culture war causes and issues, as well as like people who have you know, like I've I've done I've given a lot to like various give send goes and stuff like that. But you know, all right, where are we at? Salty Tin Man says, "Will the attention-driven media launch us into world war?" Yes. 
Thank you for your question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clint Torres says, howdy, people. Howdy. But you were number three today, Clint. You were not number yeah. one. Slipping, slipping. And we notice. Ben Hancock says, I am one of the Marines stationed at the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem. I have been watching all of this unfold from the ground since day one. Needless to say, has been a crazy week and a half. <laughs> wow. Man. Thanks for wow. tuning crazy. in. From yeah. Stay safe. Stay, stay safe. Yes, stay safe, please. man. Michael Leo says, 18 USC 2339B, providing material support to a foreign terrorist organization. Does sending $100 million to Gaza count as providing material support for Hamas? What about donations from all these protesters? Let's just say yes. Lock them up. Lock them up. Lock them up. Maybe. Lock them up. You know, I'm, I'm trying to file for conservatorship of Joe Biden, so maybe you won't get a chance. <laughs> Are you really doing that? Because you should. Yes. That's hilarious. Your paperwork really? is drafted. I just need the I just need the right attorney to file it. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. <laughs> That's so funny. And Mitch McConnell. Yes. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you should definitely do that. Yeah. What a fun twist that would be. I would put that right. in the $25 it's like, scorecard. Through a strange legal loophole, uh, it was court was granted and the judge was like, look, my, my hands are tied. I, the oh, law is clear. I had the I have the Libertarian Party trying to file. Because in D.C., a, a corporation or an organization can do it. We're incorporated in D.C. You can file That's... conservatorship on a random person? Well, we have a relationship. <laughs> He's the president. <laughs> this is amazing. I've applauded this creativity. Yes. Yeah. Fun. Does that mean you have to go to Delaware then? Hang out with his dogs? <laughs> Get bit. Hey, it's not their fault. They're in a high-stress environment and, and no one is taking them out of it. It's obviously incorrect for them. <laughs> Federale Actual says, everyone needs to realize that when you're wrong about things like the hospital, average people like me will never trust you again. I've lost trust in everyone but the Timcast crew and post-millennial human events daily. Their SOP <laughs> is legit. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be so extreme. Like, you can't trust them ever again. But my point is... It's really easy not to get it wrong when you don't pick a side, right? Exactly. So when this story comes out, we're like, it looks this way, but we're not sure. So check the evidence and figure it out for yourselves. We're not trying to tell you we know things are true if they're not true. Like the Burisma stuff, we can, I can go through that whole list and show you the videos and the documents and the sworn statements and tell you what is or isn't. The hospital thing was like, man, we don't even know. And then it turns out hospital wasn't even bombed. Right. Man. So, I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. Voice of the People says, according to Britannica, treason is giving aid and comfort to enemies of the government. If Pelosi waited 71 minutes to authorize the NG on the 6th, the, uh, uh, and the people are enemies of the government, wouldn't that be giving aid and comfort? Potentially. The the NG? What is that? National Guard. Oh, the National Guard. Authorize the National Guard. I see. Oh, I see what they're, tr they're trying to argue. Because she told them to stand down or something? Yes. I don't think she be. actually did, though. No, I don't think I so. think that was earlier. The mayor didn't want it. Grofty says, prime time with Alex Stein is crazy fun. Buck, buck, buck. Uh, yes, the uh, um, cast brews, Alex Stein coffee is uh, uh, nearing uh, completion. Sick. So it's, it's about to go into production. So it'll be about a month and a half. Nice. But it's uh, Alex Stein's prime time grind, two times caffeine coffee. Oh, nice. That totally makes sense. Yeah. That's <laughs> his personality. Yes. And it's him like all excited on the bag. And yeah. then um, I think we're going to be launching Ian's Graphene Dream. Ooh, oh, nice. Tell me there's no graphene in the coffee. <laughs> no, there's no. Okay. Are there but, mushrooms? No, nope. Um, but maybe it should be. You know, they have that mushroom coffee. Yeah. Cordyceps. <laughs> yeah. Dump Cord it in. No, Cordyceps. no, not cordyceps. That's not cordyceps. Uh, no, it is. 
Is yeah, it, it is. is. Yes, that, it is. I yep. thought this one that was like the one that eats your brains or whatever. Oh, oh, no, last no, 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 no. <laughs> that's that... the cordyceps is the ant brain. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the tea they, they do sell is cordyceps. Huh, okay. I don't there's, know. A, there's a few different. You can get lines made. You can get... Yeah. See if you should made, license like, like, a, like an Alex Stein one chip challenge since they pulled those things from the shelves. They pulled them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, your lawyer is already yeah. like, please don't do this to me. let's go. A kid died. What'd they pull? What? Yeah. Died from The like really spicy chips that you eat. Yep. But like died from the chemicals on it? The, he he ate it and then he went home and, and then died? his mom took him to the hospital and he died. Right. Yeah. From eating a chip? Yep. But it was like it's, anaphylactic it's, shock because he's allergic to the it's, seasoning. It's uh, insanely spicy. It is like one single chip in a box that's like a ridiculous amount of spice. It's like, it's like an online challenge, spicy. Yeah. Like it's like a thing. You it is artif- no, it's like uh, artificially an anti-fragile spicy. Darwin Award <laughs> waste of money. That's fine. Well, no, People because right here on Timcast, Alex Stein ate one. He ate right uh, right two, here on the show. I, I think he, he was fine. Two. Actually, he was yeah. fine. Yeah, he ate two. I'm pretty sure. So he that child isn't even as strong as Alex Stein. <laughs> Alex Stein beat the child. <laughs> well done, Alex. <laughs> that is pretty good. It's a phrase though. All right, Coldilocks Production says Don Bacon is going to get primaried over leading the charge against Jordan. The Republican Party of Nebraska denounced him and is looking for a competitor to challenge him. Wow. Whoa. That's crazy, man. <laughs> they're, 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 they're mad that Kevin McCarthy got ousted, oh, wow. so they're like, we spite you, we won't vote for Jim Jordan. It's like, just grow up, dude. Yeah, well, he was terrible on funding now for, for Israel. He McCarthy? No, Jim Jordan. He wants oh, to pump, yeah. Yeah, he wants to pump more and money. There's, uh, and, and there's a lot of criticism over his position on Google and censorship and stuff yeah. like that. That's why I'm like, just, just we, we, we booted McCarthy out. We made a statement. Vote for Jim Jordan. We'll all be disappointed again, and we'll move on. Yeah. We're always going to be disappointed. Right. That's the way American politics yeah. works. Right. Okay, where we at? No Trump speaker Alan, house. Alan Scharer, uh, the boy who cried wolf is an excellent tale. It teaches the value of not telling the same lie twice. Aha. Oh, snap. That's a good one. What about Taylor Swift, Speaker of the House? I mean, I'd vote for her Secretary of State, actually. But yeah, but like, I'm saying that I would not one day she just comes out and she's just sure. like, I hate the two-party system. <clears throat> They're both so corrupt. Sweet. The establishment is ripping everybody off. These foreign wars are a waste of taxpayer dollars. That'd be so When awesome. she sits in the box with uh, Travis Kelsey's mom, she's actually like, have you heard about the Mises Caucus? <laughs> actually. Yes, nice. Not even that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine she's on stage and then she's just like, she wraps a song up and then in between she starts talking about wasted taxpayer dollars, foreign spending. And then all of a sudden all the middle-aged dads who are there are like, oh, wait, 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 what did she say? <laughs> she's like, she's got a big Ron Paul poster in the back. Where, in the back she starts room. awkwardly. Prove to me that she doesn't. She did. To me she that she did doesn't. She, when she made one post about registering people to vote, she got 35,000 people to yeah, sign up yeah, to yeah. vote. Yeah. We that should, is all, Every single one of them is going to vote Democrat. Terrifying. Well, we, no, no, we, we, what we need to do is we need someone to just create satirical uh, videos from her events with deep big fakes. Ron Paul <gasps> banners. Yes, yes. Like yes. next to Ron's stage. Yeah, That'd we're doing deep fakes. Deep fakes it's happening. Just, I just don't support this. No, like a like real it. video of Taylor Swift's performance, but like superimpose Ron Paul in the background. Yeah, Ron Paul, Dave Smith. We'll put in put in some more timely like new people too. We can, we'll, we'll, we'll do a bit where she introduces Dave Smith using AI technology. Yep, I like it. Oh my gosh, she'll AI be like so my crazy. future president, Dave Smith. I know he's not running. Oh, she writes a, a new song Wait, called "End the Fed." We spent all of our time talking about DeSantis' <laughs> shoes. Sorry. We got we have time. Tell me who's running for president for, we, for you, you guys. Uh, we've 
Well, we haven't picked yet. We've got Michael Rechtenwald, we've got Mike Termott, we've got Lars Mapstead, Chase Oliver, and Josh Smith. Can you, are you endorsing someone specifically or are you not allowed to as like- It's not that I'm not allowed to. I'm trying to hold off on that until mm. until it gets a little, it's not a good form for the chair of the party. I certainly do have a favorite and I think he, think he, he might be coming on the show soon. I'll say that. Interesting. Dave Smith? Is he coming womp, on the show? Yeah, I know. Moves to guest womp, list? Womp, womp. I yeah, think like, you it, do have, I think- Dave Smith with Michael Malice press secretary was just like oh, so excited. Beautiful, beautiful. We're still we're still trying to get Malice to be press secretary. Maybe either way, he said. What do you say? One Bitcoin per month. Yep, he said one Bitcoin per month. That's not unreasonable right now. That's like you'd be making like what three hundred eighty, four hundred a year or something like that. He did. It would be it would be really beautiful if anybody wants to sponsor Michael Malice <laughs> for press secretary. One Bitcoin per month. Dude, I will sponsor Michael Malice as press secretary. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that though. Is that legal? It's completely legal. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, that would be that would be that would be the greatest thing ever. That would be. All right. Well, let's grab some more super chats. Uh, let's see. No name farmer says, "Pretty sure Chicken Little convinces other barnyard <laughs> birds to follow him. Then they're all taken advantage of by a fox looking to benefit from alarmism." Oh, yeah. is that what that story when was? When I looked it up, there are like several translations, and that's one of the ones that happens. Yeah. Uh, there's oh. multiple. Well, there you go. We will uh, grab some more Super Chats. Matt says, Operation Warhawk is a fresh way to revive the anti-war movement. Yes. Angela is leading the charge on this. Thanks for having her on. What is that? We have a plan with the, at the National Libertarian Party to chase the worst Warhawks out of office. We are going to essentially terrorize them during their primary campaign. And we're leaving it open to the state affiliates whether or not they want to engage the GOP at the state level and talk to them and potentially engage their um, their opponent in the primary season. But, but are you saying like you're going to be at their events asking them questions and uh, like absolutely. running ads? Jose Vega is not in the LP, but he works with us on all of our anti-war coalition events. And he... He disrupted a Rachel Maddow event recently. It went viral on Twitter. He has also disrupted AOC's town halls. Well, now hold on there a minute. He, he disrupted. How did he do that? By yelling and calling her a corporate shill and a warmonger. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, I'm a big fan of him calling her a corporate shill and a warmonger, but in the normal process of asking a question and being head of the microphone and saying, sure. You He's know. done both. He's done yeah, both. Yeah, I don't I don't like the just yelling because that actually I think creates negative. I think uh, this negative, is how uh, I think this is how conservatives lose that they're afraid to disrupt. Here we are having that same conversation. I think they're it's- afraid to push the, the but, Overton but, window. But but that's not it. I mean, if you walk into a group of people who are unsuspecting and, and don't know what's going on yep. and you start yelling and insulting the person, you look like the bad guy. So this is like persuasion 101. What you call someone you are perceived as is like one of the first things you have to understand in doing a sales pitch. I hear you. I, I respectfully disagree on this one depending on the context. I think right, it can so, be done right and it can be done wrong. The but, right way to do it would be you stand up to ask a question sure. and then you ask a simple question but and now have we're, an answer for it. But that is not the, the end all be all of Operation Warhawk removal. That's just a, that's just a tiny part. We're going to be doing aggressive billboard campaigns. Mm -hmm. We're going to be running libertarian candidates against them. But the the aggressive media attack is in the primary season. It's meant to really make them feel the pain and try to push push a, a different Republican into office mm -hmm. as well. Oh, that yeah, sounds great. It'll be fun. All right. We'll grab some more super chats. Isaac Gorski says it was all a lie. Peace has crumbled and Joe is rewarding them. Time to stop paying taxes to a corrupt government that serves enemies. Teehee. Well, look, man, I don't think I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I say pay your taxes, but um, do what you can to get the people you support into office. And the local level is the most important thing. 
everybody's ignoring their state senators and state reps. And that's where all the laws are actually being made. And if you want to figure out how you win your district, like, oh, man, I live in this district and it leans like Democrat five points. Like, OK, well, why don't you vote for your local legislators so that way they can drop the maps and then get a more favorable map so that your federal representative more represents your values? OK, really good, really good comment on that. My, my friend Cody Womack is on city council in the city of Lone Star. He recently fired a government employee and saved Ooh. the city a ton of money. Hey, that's great. It cost on a small town like that with five with five thousand people. If they see this, they'll flip out. You know, it costs like a couple hundred dollars to get a door knocker for to get someone elected. In cities that are a little bit larger, it might cost you like five thousand dollars. You can donate five thousand dollars to a candidate or the Libertarian Party, preferably or whatever, and then you can fire a useless city employee who's raking in a six figure income. If you do that over and over again. Huge changes in your local community. A lot of people don't know this, too. A bunch of your local politicians run unopposed. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's the craziest thing, especially in Chicago. I remember looking at the ballots and it was like unopposed, unopposed. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. A, somebody wanted to be the comptroller, mm -hmm. I guess. There's a town nearby in West Virginia where they had to like be like, no, you run for mayor. I don't want to do it anymore. You run. <laughs> wow. Uh, you can get rid of... Uh, employees who literally just sit there and do nothing they collect a paycheck i think this guy was like smoking weed on the job something completely out, out of control outrageous man all right where is that position at? available now <laughs> let's see what do we have zane thomas says israel tried giving gaza concrete for buildings Haman, hamas used it for tunnels there's videos of hamas taking water pipes and using them to make rockets yep. and yeah. it's no wonder then the rockets misfire their propulsion <laughs> systems break yeah because they're made out of water pipes yeah that's crazy stuff, man. And they put these videos out celebrating it. Yep. They want people to see it. They film themselves killing civilians. It's awful. It's because cool. they, they, their, their argument is they want to show how powerful they are or something. No, I think they want Joe Biden to give him $100 million. That's yeah, crazy. Definitely. Michael Rechtenwald says, it's not leftists or rightists, but statists versus anti-statists. I disagree. I don't think so. I don't think so. Is he going to be on your, is he going to be a guest ever? He'd, he'll Maybe. be a great guest. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I've heard this a lot. There's a, there are people like the culture war is, is authoritarian versus libertarian. It's nationalist versus globalist. It's status versus anti-status. It's, you know, woke versus unwoke. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, I don't think so. He's very good on the culture war, though. He used to be a Marxist and he is a oh, unified wow. libertarian now. He's a really interesting story. The culture war is basically like honest conversation. Like it's, it's like logic versus disorder. It is honesty versus dishonesty. It is reason versus you know, uh, uh, rage. Yeah. You know, so it's, 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 it's not really status. I mean, the left's positions don't make any sense. It's like an inversion of reality. So libertarians can have arguments with the post liberals and the conservatives. <clears throat> and there's an honest conversation that results sure. in something, some kind of move forward. The left doesn't have those conversations. I think perhaps he's referencing people who are like, you know, the, the principled anti-war left, the dissident left, there's still some good people out there, but though, yeah, you know, those are well, I thought Max was great. I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I, Max Blumenthal, he was, he was a fantastic Max, guest. Max, Jimmy Dore, all of those guys. Oh, Jimmy Dore is absolutely wonderful, too. And uh, it was great. It's, it's, it's great having Max on, too, because while there's a lot of stuff we disagree with when it comes to Palestine, like uh, uh, in Israel, like uh, uh, Phil was arguing with him, when it comes to issues of the establishment and war, we're like, we completely agree. Yeah. And then I'm like, as far as I'm concerned, bro, like Israel-Palestine stuff is, is, is out there. So if you disagree on that, okay. If we agree on the corruption inside the United States government, revolving door policies, corporations, et cetera, we're, we're, we're good. Like, let's let's figure this stuff out and then we'll figure out who, who's getting. I mean, he'd probably agree when when the libertarians come out and say we don't want to fund any foreign nations. He'd be like, done. 
He spoke at a Ron Paul event recently. He spoke yeah. at our anti-war rally earlier in the year, too. Yeah, he was mentioning that. Mm-hmm. And he, he was, was like, it, you know, his point was, if we disagree on a bunch of things, but we agree on on, on certain things, we, ha- we have to get those things done, especially if they're the important things. Yep, absolutely. Like, yeah, thank you, please. And then it, it's also important for a lot, a lot of people didn't like what he was saying. And I'm like, dude, listen to what he is saying, right? There was there was one dude who wanted to get a pro-Hamas rally canceled. I think it's in Texas or something. Yes, I saw it on. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no, why? I, I need those videos of them supporting Absolutely. terrorism so I can show my family. We need to know what they're doing. Well, I, I've got family members who are like, that's not true. They're not supporting Hamas. I'm like, here's a video of them doing it. Let's find out. Let them speak, please. Yeah, let's find out what they're doing. <laughs> I would like them to say those things. Yeah. Ben Stark says, just when we started thinking right-wingers could be anti-war, some Muslims shoot some rockets and we're right back to wipe them off the map. Well, we'll see what uh, uh, Donald Trump says. I have a feeling Donald Trump's going to mm-hmm. be more interventionist when it comes to israel absolutely he yeah. was very he was very anti-middle east middle east intervention in his first uh run the second run he was trying to get the troops out no new wars yep. i have a feeling when it comes to israel however he's going to pledge support and, well, and financing and joe biden like has just positioned himself to be the the pro hamas president <laughs> and That's so crazy what a strange stance <laughs> i couldn't believe when well, i saw that he flies to, to, he, he flies to israel and says we're, we're, we're giving uh, Palestine, $100 million. I mean, my heart goes out to those people, but I don't know why we're essentially giving murderous warlords a yep. bunch of money. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Joe Biden knows million. either. I feel like this is a decision. Being it's, a bribe. Yes, yeah. it's a bribe. Like, I don't want to sound like a like a bleeding heart leftist, but there's school lunch debt in the United States. We have, <laughs> we have like VA guys who, the, who are the pipes, suicidal. It's the pipes just, in Flint, Michigan yeah. need to be yes. fixed. It, and, literally and did, anything but, except putting money in the Middle East, please. I think everyone says they did fix Flint, but... Um, Newark, Pittsburgh, is a whole bunch of cities with crumbling infrastructure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. One place. How about this? 340, the highway into West Virginia, <laughs> they are working on a rock, oh, a, a rock slide abatement, Yes, Bro. which has resulted in Route 9 getting jammed up so nobody can go south from Virginia into West Virginia, from Maryland into West Virginia. There's this little dirt road that's been torn to shreds and all the locals. How about we divert some of the money from Hamas into just that one little local project we've got I going just, over I here? I just found out about it. My, my babysitter, who is a great guy from the Mises Caucus, actually, he was messaging me. He was like, can I get through the 340? And I was nope. calling around. I was like, no. I guess you can't get through the 340. They, so there's from, from Maryland to West Virginia, 340 is the highway that goes through across two bridges. It goes into Virginia and then West Virginia, and they shut it down for three months. So you have to go from Maryland south into Virginia. Into Loudoun County. And, yeah. yeah, into Loudoun County. And then and then you got to turn at like, it's like it comes down to a point and then you go down and then back up to get into West Virginia. Yeah. And the traffic's backed up for like two miles mm-hmm. yeah. because it's a three, three-way intersection. <laughs> And people who are just trying to go from D.C. to West Virginia are are stuck at this light yeah. that's broken and doesn't work. Then there's this little dirt road that people who are coming from West Virginia try to cut through, and it's it's dirt. So right. now the Tons road is just, just on on not even like half the road's been destroyed completely. Yeah. Yep. And apparently the locals are revolting. And yep. I'm, and I'm just I'm bringing this up because I'm sure all of you listening at home have some kind of similar problem with construction and diversions. And we're sitting here talking about $100 million going into Palestine after Hamas, the leadership in Gaza, just killed a bunch of Israeli civilians. And we can't get we can't get the road fixed. Well, it's like the pawn young. shop meme. Best I can do is $100 million in Palestine. <laughs> yeah, <seriously. laughs> you need your roads fixed? Best I can do is give. But also run for local office or support people who are running for local office and just tune out of some of this. Imagine being the people in Hawaii who are like $100 million to to. To Gaza, huh? To, to where? Question mark? You meant to to Hawaii, right? No, no, no. 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 Damn. The funny, the funny thing about our our issue is that apparently I heard this from a local politician that uh, 
the people in Virginia voted against it. So basically, you've got this tri-state, so it's all, yeah. you know, uh, inter, uh, it's all negotiated. Yeah. And uh, when West Virginia was like, we want to expand the highway going into Virginia, they said no. So what happens is the four-lane highway bottlenecks down into a two-lane highway. And so now you've got this massive, tra massive traffic jam that's disrupting all of the locals who live there. And they're the ones who voted against expanding the road. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks, man. Well, there you go. I mean, I get it. Like, hey, we're gonna do a bunch of construction. We're gonna expand the highway. It's gonna take this much time. They're like, no, 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 don't do it. And now that the other highway is like, there's gonna be a rock slide. It's shut down. Now they're screeching. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude, it's like an hour wait. Yeah, Crazy. if you wait for How the traffic not... and you don't take that dirt road, then you're gonna wait like yeah, thirty. You have to 40, like plan your whole life hour. around this. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, do you... I don't make I don't make time to get out there very much anymore just because of how much extra traffic there it's is. Brutal. Yeah. They and can't it's brutal. They can clean up the rock slide. So they have to they have to like it's 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 a big mountainous. Okay. It's, yeah. it's like a mile of like mountainside. All rock face. Rock yeah, rock face. Oh jeez. They've got to bolt chains and, and, and the rock. Stuff. It's not like one rock fell and that's what they're cleaning up. They're cleaning. Several they're times. preventing it from. Oh, I constantly. see. Multiple rocks. It's a three-month project, and it keeps getting delayed, and then finally they're just like, we're shutting the highway down. Yep. That's horrible. Mm. Yep. So that is cuts West off Virginia West Virginia problems? from Frederick, Maryland, which is yeah. a million people or something well, in, the, major, in the total city. metro. Major props yeah. to Travis, who made it out to help me anyway, watching watching the baby. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. All right, we'll grab a couple more of these here. Uh, super chats. But anyway, the point was, can we just get some money to fix our problems? Yeah. Seriously. Why am I paying so much in taxes to, to, deal, to do, do this? Yeah, it makes no sense. Oh, it's just so annoying. Remember, that's where your money's gone. Alex Langart says, Tim, it's Cassius Belly, not Cassius Belly. When did I say Cassius? I never heard you say Cassius. Yeah, it's Cassius Belly. I know this because I play Civilization. And I know what Cassius Belly is. <laughs> you just got well actually in a super chat. Well, I actually. I know about that. Yeah, there was like another one that was really weird where they were like, it's these super chats where people claim things that I never said. Where Where is this one? Someone said uh, that I claimed if Trump was kidnapped, he would talk his way to becoming what? president. And I was like, I never said that. I think I made that joke. So sorry about that. You said that? I don't that? remember I, that. I was joking. I was not actually saying that. It was when we have this hypothetical, like, you know, Biden was going to Israel and we're like, sure, but why are we sure. doing this? And I made a joke that if Trump were kidnapped, yeah. he's so he has so much charisma, he yeah, could talk he himself into a different elected position. It was a joke, and it was <laughs> nah, not to that's, him. That's, nah, nah. that's the libertarian autism. They Can't make jokes anymore. They don't anymore. get jokes. Sorry. Those are, those Humor okay. does not read. Humor is uh, disallowed under the current allowed. administration. It's not understood. It's not, not a legal thing to do. I forgot that part of the First Amendment. <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> funny. When I read that one super chat from uh, from Alan about the boy who cried wolf, he literally wrote in parentheses, it's pronounced shower, and I, call, I said shower. Oh, <laughs> because I, I read your name before I read what you actually wrote. You know, that's really funny. But uh, shout out, get your name, get, get your name right now. It's pronounced shower. <clears throat> All right, we'll grab a uh, one more super chant. Uh, here we go. <laughs> that's a good one. Michael A says, "Tim, there is literally nothing wrong with being short." I completely agree. So Ron tell that to Ron DeSantis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree you need too. to talk to him. I know. Like somebody, can, can somebody get me the guy's number? I can. I can help this guy One see the light. One confident short man to like, another. You just gotta see. Early on, you have to develop a personality to make up for the fact oh, that you're man. not tall. That's a tall order. Uh, uh, <laughs> final thoughts. I will say this: when I when I worked for nonprofits, there were three types of top fundraisers. Three types. There were two different types of top male fundraisers and one type of top female fundraiser. The uh, okay, so I've asked this a lot, so a lot of viewers probably don't know the answer. But um, you go out in the street and you wave to people and you ask them for money. What characteristic of men do you think led to them 
having lots of signups and donations. Anybody? They were tall. Uh, I knew you were guys. Say it. Guys who were over six feet always came back with loads of cash and 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 sign up forms. Crazy. Uh, the second characteristic among men was that they were fast talkers. Yep. And the the trope of the car salesman. I knew a guy who was five five, but he talked like Ben Shapiro, mm -hmm. and he'd come back loaded with cash. Listen, yeah, I tell you that. Just bang, 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 and then he he gets it. Their brain just shuts off, and they say, "Just take the money." Yeah. I'm, yeah. Hypnotizing. Yeah. So it's like powerful charisma with a short guy or a tall guy. And, and the tall guys often sounded really dumb. Like, look, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I think uh, you should help us out, you know. And the They're like, and you are so tall. I believe you. <laughs> and also men, 80% of the signups men got were from women. True. And okay. for women, men. Now, what was the one characteristic among women that resulted in the most signups? Wearing a dress or a skirt? Nope. Hmm. Attractiveness? Short Close. Height? You're talking about height now? Nope. Was, uh, among uh, mm. so uh, top oh. fundraiser female one characteristic that led to them uh, i would say not led to but when you would see a top fundraising female they typically shared one characteristic who's gonna say it i mean you know the answer right no no one knows the answer it's obvious it's the most obvious who's thing in the world there's a whole restaurant industry based yeah. on this. i know that's what i'm saying big boobs gonna, yeah it's, uh, it's the, 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 when, when i worked at all these different offices you're not gonna say this in the offices because oh it's sexist but it's like everybody noticed that the chicks with big boobs would come back with tons of money it's yeah. like everyone in chat got it yeah, yeah right. i'm sure <laughs> they did i was like who's all right, who, all right. who'll be the one to say it we got to go to the members show so smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends go to timcast.com right now click sign up also download the app on the google play store the members only show will be up in a couple of minutes. You can follow us at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at Timcast. Angela, do you want to shout anything out? Absolutely. Join and donate at LP.org. Help us chase the Warhawks out of office. I am putting up billboards in Mitch McConnell's district right now. Please help give that some support. Help us file conservatorship for Joe Biden. It's going to be <laughs> freaking awesome. I you like can find one. me on Twitter, uh, Patreon, and locals, Angela McArdle. Cool. Uh, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You should follow at TimCast News on Twitter and Instagram. It's the best. You can see work from me, Adrian Norman, Chris Burtman, everyone who's excellent in my personal opinion. If you want to follow me personally, I'm on Instagram at HannahClaire.B and I'm on Twitter at HC Brimelow. Thank you so much. Guys, if you'd like to follow me, I am on Instagram and Twix at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms. Please go and check out Pop Culture Crisis is Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. Audio versions, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, all of those platforms. Come check us out, guys. And uh, I am Surge.com. I just want to keep shouting out uh, The Box and to, uh, yeah, just encourage people that are fans of The Box to uh, remember to stand strong against England. They will not take us once more. That's all. All right, everybody. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out.